Yeah, Chad, I actually have a Juicer Zombies vid dropping after this podcast tonight. So Ooh. it's been a full week, actually. I've posted every single day this week. No breaks, too much news to go through. And then uh, also have a stream plan this Sunday to prepare for Season 3 Reloaded. So lots of content all the way around. And like I usually say, we got at least one Zombies video done a week here on the channel. But this week, uh, we're lucky with two since there was plenty of marketing. But first and foremost, the Treyarch Bombshell. How are you guys feeling, Eric and Cal, about the announcement regarding all the content dropping for Zombies next week? I mean, obviously, I'm ecstatic because I'm a big Outbreak guy. Like, I'm pretty publicly, I've opened my mouth a few times. I really like Outbreak. I think, like, let's just do survival and go with that, which is obviously a red-hot opinion. But um, I really like it. And so the idea that it's getting more content, more attention, and Treyarch, you know, in this announcement, uh, without getting too far ahead into the blog post or whatever than we are right now, they've acknowledged that, like, it's got a pretty big player base, and it's about 50-50 split with survival right now. Yeah, and so that I think that only means more is going to come its way because they've said that's at its ground level. Like they can do so much more with it. They have a lot in mind already that they can do. They're at the knocked level, like is what we're playing. We're maybe getting to the Verruck point right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, they're at the ground level of outbreak versus they're at they're scraping the bottom of the barrel for survival maps. Like we've been playing those yeah. for like 10, 11 years. You know what I mean? From multiple studios, a lot of ideas have gone around. Oh yeah. And now with the series, they take a story too, especially. Um, I'm sure it's like a lot more finite of a whole, but this opens up a lot. Like just the idea that already the outbreak's having two Easter eggs, you know? What oh I mean? yeah, that's uh, that's a whole other topic in itself. Yeah, that's insane. I feel like you know when you've been running around in circles for ten years, you know, <laughs> it, it gets a bit. Yeah. Not only does it get a bit boring to play, but like, could you imagine developing that and not really like? The, I think. You know, there's little bits of innovation in every game. Yeah. Really, like, yeah. in terms of the core gameplay, the ceiling was probably, like, I don't know, moon, you know. In yeah. terms of, like, this is a quest egg, whatever, you know. So so it's, like, to have something entirely new to build from from the ground level is insane. Right. Like, I think Outbreak is the future. I've said that very publicly. I genuinely think, and I think clearly Treyarch kind of agree as well, because why would we be getting so much support for Outbreak already? Yeah. You know. If it didn't have the player account, they wouldn't support it. Absolutely. So it's doing so well. I mean, I've said this before too. I'm like, look, <laughs> you look at Black Ops 3 and 4. I mean, Black Ops 3 was received a lot better, but mm -hmm. a, a big outcry in the community was definitely to change zombies up. Let's try something different. Let's get some more modes in there. Grief, this and that. The open world aspect of it was kind of touched a bit in Nightmares from Black Ops 3's campaign. Mm -hmm. Wasn't mm -hmm. received all that well. We know the story with, with Nightmares. We don't have to go into that. But people have been wanting something different. Black Ops Cold War is delivering on that during a pandemic. Whether anybody likes it or not, Treyarch's still not working at the studio. They're still working at home. They've delivered on something so original, so unique, and people still aren't happy with that. So looking at the first teaser today, look for my mark from R. I mean, we know R is Ravenov, right? But yeah. what about the people oh, out there? Yeah. <laughs> what about the people out there who aren't indulged in the story yet do you think the outbreak egg is going to get people interested or do you think people are just doomed because they're not giving the game a chance i mean what do you guys think story-wise about the dark ether I, I think it depends on how Treyarch plays it the ball's in their court right now but if i was them i would try to knock the fucking socks off. can i cuss on here knock yeah. the socks oh, yeah. off of people okay <laughs> yeah. i would try to knock the fucking socks off of people like i would do something crazy make this big bombastic in yeah. your face, the story is now blowing up. Like what we've done, you know, Firebase was the spark that has lit yeah. this or whatever. But like it's all been, it's a very much been a build up, and I think it's time to hit that crescendo point to a certain extent. At least one of them do some, right? Make some kind of big story revelation that's in your face. 
big twist, but it happens blatant. It's not in the intel or nothing. It's something in a, whether it's in part of the Easter egg, a cutscene, whatever, a big story event that's like, bam, right there in your face. And something that is cinematic huge in a way that is like, right. not even necessarily a cinematic, but just something scale wise that's big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Visual. It's like I've I've always used um recently I've used like the metaphor a lot. It's also almost like the the story has been a bit been a bit like a chessboard and like so far it's just been setting all the pieces up. Now we're actually getting into the game. The game's starting now. Yeah. This uh this big grand chess game, you know. And I think right. it's gonna be really interesting to see the moves. I, I like yeah, I think Oh go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I think uh to expand on this point, yeah, we're not only are we gonna see these pieces move, but like we're gonna see the real character of a lot of people because if we're going to help Sam, like it seems like, like leave Requiem or, or contact us outside of Requiem's like want and do something for her, they're not going to be happy about that. And so I'm curious as to how these characters are going to evolve as far as they're not just telling you what to do now. You're right. actively working against these people at Requiem to some extent. Yeah. I, I was going to mention, I'm like, look, despite the pandemic, Treyarch even stated in this blog post that they've wanted to do an open world type experience for zombies. And this was the first game where they were able to do that, right? Next gen hardware capability, maybe more budget. I mean, their team probably got reorganized. Craig Houston is writing this. He also wrote Black Ops 4, has played a large role in our zombie story for many years. So people out there that don't yeah. trust where the story is going, I, I kind of scratch my head with that. I'm like, Craig is still at the helm of this, so why are people not trusting Craig's ability to write for, for the story? But he just concluded Ether like a year and a half ago. So it, it's like the, the trust in the community is strange to me. I love how they called out the Reddit, by the way, uh, in this blog oh, post. That was, that was pure catharsis, man. I, oh, my God. I, I mean, look, big brain Treyarch. We already know that. Treyarch is, is next level, but... Calling out the Reddit is is <laughs> something that I never thought I would see, honestly, because I, I almost would feel embarrassed as a community to be like, yeah, let's have the developers who put their blood, sweat, and tears to this game, let's have them take a look at this Reddit where they're just bashing on everything for literally no reason at all, mm -hmm. not giving anything a chance. I mean, the, the Reddit in and of itself is its own world. I mean, Fajardi, you've seen, I think, a fair share of Reddit posts. Aren't you banned on the, the Zombies Reddit? I mean... Or is that art? I, Somebody I, actually, I think art is actually banned, but I, I think my my old Reddit account just got completely uh, banned <laughs> off the entire platform. I, I, I don't even know why. Yeah, I don't even know why. I never said anything, but yeah, the, the zombies Reddit. I think Matt's banned on there too. TGR. I'm pretty sure he's banned. Oh I mean, I mean, God. I just <laughs> the, the zombies Reddit, man. Uh, thank you so much, Phase Beast, in the chat. Uh, here's some points for you and Fajardi to go get some Starbucks coffee. Hey, man, much love, uh, Phase Beast. But yeah, no, love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. I, the, the thing about the Reddit, though, it's like, well, first we'll start with Eric. What are your thoughts on on people on there that live in a different dimension that, that somehow either can't understand the obvious, they, they can't comprehend things, disrespectful to devs, toxic? I mean, what do you have to say about the Reddit, man? I think as much as I'd like to just make fun of the people, I think the platform is a lot of the ultimate flaw of why it is the way it is, because the way the upvote downvote system works, it's literally just like, if you agree with the hive mind, your post goes to the top. If you don't, it literally gets hit or like you have to click a little button to even look yeah. at somebody's opinion. If other people don't like it, it's not how downvotes are supposed to work, but human beings are all going to do the same thing. About, <laughs> this guy don't agree with me. Yeah. And just downvote your post. And so like, not only does that exacerbate anyways, but people who are mad or upset are way more motivated to be like, I'm going to get on Reddit and say, this shit sucks. Then you would be to be like, this shit was hype. I'm going to get on Reddit. No, it's like, this shit was hype. I'm going to go play it again. Yeah. You know I mean, you got better. 
I definitely think it's a, it's a space. It's definitely a space where great people can come together. Nice ideas can be collaborated on. I mean, you can learn something new. Information gets posted. Reddit has its perks sometimes. Sometimes good things are posted on there. But just the the cesspool of degenerates you'll find on Reddit is just like it, it's next. It's next level, man. I mean, well, those are the I, people who stay because their opinions get elevated because of the way that angry like hive mind works. It only attracts more people like that. Nobody else is going to stay. Nobody else is going to use it. I almost feel like there's a divide in the community right now with whether or not Outbreak's good content, whether or not we need more round-based maps. Reddit almost fuels that division a little bit more, or more than it should be. I mean, we all know this. The vocal majority of the community that's on Reddit, on Twitter, YouTube comments, they don't represent the majority of the actual community playing the oh, damn yeah. game. And people well, really uh, fail yeah. to realize that. Especially now. Especially yeah, well, now I mean, Reddit I... is like a complete echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's why they talked about player numbers in this post. That I, like, how you say nobody's playing Outbreak. It sucks. Actually, it's literally the exact same amount of people that's getting on and playing Firebase and D-Machine. Right. Like, because Treyarch are like, here's the actual numbers, despite what you think. But like I said, angry people are motivated to get on there and say shit. People who like it. Like, I've got friends who are that I know in real life, especially. Like, people who weren't really into it before have played Outbreak, especially during the free week. And, like, got into it, really. Like, that was a killer marketing tactic i think that free week of outbreak oh yeah the trial like, which i'm sure they'll do another and, one once the quest goes live guaranteed yeah I and I like, next month i i have a hard time imagining how people don't look at what outbreak is right now especially if you have a playstation and you've played onslaught or onslaught containment that it to me is the sort of future of survival onslaught containment in particular yep. like not really the so to move anywhere but this this rapid fire of it yeah we i've seen people i watch my friend go to all the way till it breaks at 127 um it breaks at 127 like the the counter don't count anymore. Oh, interesting. Twenty seven surges. You can keep playing, but it, that's when it stops. Wow. Counting. That's as high as you can get. It's I, super fun. Um, and like, I think that kind of thing, like, make survival maps out of the multiplayer maps from now on, and make the custom stuff for zombies all outbreak maps. Like, if when you hmm. think of that as the future, I think not only do you see outbreak is going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's going to yeah. be its own thing, but. That's like if you every multiplayer map was like an onslaught map, but onslaught was more like survival. You know what I'm saying? It was just small survival on multiplayer maps. That's like eight to twelve survival maps on launch, right? Or whatever. That's a lot of content for, and I think it, it is. Be the best We've got no content this game, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we can. I mean, think about when Xbox and PC see Onslaught in a couple of months, November the first. Oh, when that drops for them, that that's a lot of. I mean, unless they sit at home, have no job, their mom's bringing them lunch every day. Unless you have nothing to do with yourself. And you have all the time in the world to play the game. That's hours of content. I mean, going to at least Surge 8 on all the multiplayer maps. Going to, you know, uh, Onslaught Containment, playing the gunfight experiences. I mean, we still haven't seen Onslaught Containment for Mansion and Diesel yet. That should be dropping soon, so hopefully in Reloaded. But mm -hmm. when you said that, I think of two things. First off, I remember when Fajardi and I were playing on, what is the map? Uh, not, the, not the Rising Drag. I'm thinking of the multiplayer map. Der Shatten, can't think of the name. Der yeah. Shatten, Black Ops 4 was a DLC. It might have been the... Third or fourth uh, content drop for multiplayer. There's the apocalypse. Yeah, okay. The the town below the Eisendrak as a multiplayer map. I was saying that when that dropped. I'm like, wait a second. Imagine taking zombies maps and just looking at the areas outside of them, like maybe even the street aside from Kino de Toten, like the street, you know, right across, or looking at Ascension, yeah. I mean, down the way. Take areas that are around zombies maps, make the multiplayer maps. Boom, easy idea. And then you can convert that into a survival map with no Easter egg, just a box, a fucking pack-a-punch. That's literally what Onslaught is. People were asking for more survival maps with no Easter eggs. They've been asking for that mm -hmm. since Black Ops 2 was prime, and they got that in Black Ops 2. Haven't really got that ever since, but that's what Onslaught is. Essentially, the answering that feedback of just bringing in simple, fast-paced zombies experiences, that's literally what Onslaught is. So, 
<laughs> they took that idea, executed it perfectly. The other thing I was going to say is how you were mentioning, you know, new people getting into it for the first time and, you know, the free trials. It seems like the gap between zombies and then multiplayer slash warzone, that gap is kind of been filled a bit. The gameplay is similar. You get your kill streaks. You get your, you know, your weapon mm -hmm. progression, camos. I mean, I think it's, it's easier now than ever to jump from mode to mode and feel fine. Whereas I think in Black Ops 3, going from a jetpack multiplayer to something as crazy as like Revelations, very different experiences. Yeah. But now mm -hmm. we have this this real nice uh, fluency, this nice continuity going on with how you play Black Ops Cold War. I love that. Even oh, yeah. even Warzone, it feels kinda different. Like, it still feels relatively fine, right? You're still ranking up, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. it's kind of like a really genius move from game dev as well. Because if you think, you know, if you're do, having to make a game, you know, and then do all yeah. of these separate modes... If you then have to go and, you know, one mode has to create, like, a load of custom stuff, like, say, Zombies needs to create a load of custom right. stuff, that means that the guys who are, like, you know, the, the you know, I'm not into the technical terms, but, you know, like, all of the back-end stuff, those guys who have to do stuff for everyone mm -hmm. have to then go and do Zombies specifically. So that means, you know, they're not able to do their job because they're having, their, their time is getting taken away to do stuff for Zombies. So if you just use all of the same systems across everything, it's so much Think, easier. Yeah, things get done so much faster. Game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's so much more efficient. Yes, it makes right. Better. Something well, with. Like, go ahead, Vitaly. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, I'm saying something quick anyway. Something about like with the with outbreak bringing in more players. I think when we had Prestige on uh, a few weeks ago, he said even his wife started to play outbreak. That's and yeah. And she's never That's even incredible. played zombies before, and she started yes, to play outbreak. Bro, Prestige the goat, man. <laughs> I've been saying <laughs> this. Use code Prestige in the item shop. If anybody, I'm yeah, that man is so. I mean, I, I don't know how to say it in, in a better way, chat. Prestige, I mean, not to sound cliche or cringe, one of the most wholesome human beings I've ever talked to in my life, and the I'm only goat. 21, yeah, but he is literally the night, literally the goat of COD, the goat, the, the goat of OG content creation. I mean, that guy is, is that's where it's at, bro. Prestige is like every other big guy has done something terrible, something. Some, some Prestige, you can't say one Prestige. thing. He's just you can't nicest. say one thing. <laughs> the nicest guy ever, dude. I mean, like I'm waiting on it, bro. I'm waiting on whatever he did. Like he, there's no way he's too nice. I like. Has that cancel I'm prestige just... will be trending in a couple of weeks, but we'll see what he did. <laughs> what did he do, man? Oh my god. Well, yeah. What I was gonna say is, I'm surprised Cal didn't bring it up. You know, as like you said about the gaps between the modes widening, it doesn't even just work like oh, multiplayer and campaign guys are coming to play zombies. Like I have played multiplayer in this game the entire yeah. year and liked it. It's insane. Yeah. I've never done that before. Oh, like my fire team record is insane. You know, I've seen it to you and stuff. How much we play fire team? Uh, oh man, we, we I'm literally on like a sixty-something game win streak. <laughs> we, right we, we, we have to bring that up. We have to bring that up. It's so much fun. It's like we've I've went from zombies to multiplayer, and because like not only that, but like we get the shit. Like before, when a cosmetic bundle came out, who gives a shit? Like, what do I care? What color Ruins hair is? Uh, when <laughs> that's about coming out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Black Ops 3, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like, oh my god, they get Adler in a cowboy hat? Babe, get the credit card. Like, <laughs> get you know the credit card. <laughs> it's like, oh man. I can use that stuff in Zombies and you get these funny songs and these funny cars and all the stuff you can use in Outbreak. is. Dude, Eric, yeah. how, how many hours worth now have you played the Alone Horn for? Like, if what? you might have a little... The it Alone Horn. I paid for it. it was worth what I paid for it. But, I mean, to me, that's... In a way, it scares me that this outbreak, people being like, no, go back to round-based. I'm afraid they'll actually listen to that, and they'll pull back uh, on outbreak. No, and that scares me because that would mean this game, to me, is as good as it's ever going to get. Which is fine, don't get me wrong. I, like, I, I'm old, I'm an old man. I mean, so the, we're about to see Rambo and John McClane and Zombies... 
relatively mm-hmm. soon. And I'm like, we're looking this way. We're looking ahead. We're looking at the future of this open world fucking quest the onslaught. Mm-hmm. And then people are like looking at 2017, 2015. They're like, oh no, we want yeah. this. And I'm like, how how much can you evolve that? You can't. Mm-hmm. It's like there's only so far you can go. Oh, onslaught's not the same as survival. I'm like, bro, the surges are rounds. You don't need a mystery box. You come with your loadout. You get pack a punch and, and ether tools in 10 minutes i'm like what is the difference dude you wanted that because black ops 2 did it you got that in cold war oh i don't have a playstation if you cared that much about onslaught you would have got a, a hundred dollar ps4 on facebook marketplace seven months ago that i mean it's like oh ps5s are hard to find you can still get a ps4 if you care about the mode i'm like and you, all your ranks transfer over so i'm like it, there's so many ways around these problems people are talking about and it's just yeah. it's crazy man but I've been watching my friends playing it drooling, just waiting on the day, dude. I just figure it's gonna give me a whole other year of shit to do. Like once yeah. I'm over with, I'm just gonna spend a year PS5 playing players for onslaught. Genuinely, I'm like jealous. PS 5s instead. I mean, yesterday they announced the the the, the red and the black dual sense controller. I'm like, babe, oh. can I can, can I buy it, man? I'm like, <laughs> little tax right out there. So yeah, you're doing great, babe. Go get get the black dual sense. You're doing great on YouTube. Let's do it. Tax so, right off. Oh, tax right off. Yeah, I said it. On, yeah, I said it on stream. I mean, why do you think I get bundles all the time? It's like I said this before, even in videos. I'm like, look, there's some bundles I really like. I'm like, oh, I gotta get that skin. Yeah. I got that mastercraft. But at the end of the day, YouTube's my full-time job. I can write off all those bundles on my taxes. I mean, it works out. You get to enjoy mm-hmm. the content, write it off. I'm like, well, what's the problem, man? So. Uh, people out there like, oh, why are you buying bundles supporting Activision? I'm like, dude, I mean, because I, I want to, but also <laughs> they were crying during Black Ops 4. Oh, we don't like supply just we don't like that. What? And then what happened? The Modern Warfare what model? Do you like? Yeah, what do you like? The, the, it's either you get the supply drop model, and I think the Black Ops 4 revamp was the perfect system, or you have the Modern Warfare yeah. model. Pick one or the other. Oh, Modern Warfare is yeah. better. All right, then get a model where there's no way to get shit for free. There's there's no supply drops. There's no cryptocurrency. You have to literally spend money on COD points. Black Ops 4 had it the best where it's like, oh, you want to trade in 50 cases for a fucking gun? It takes you maybe five hours to get those cases. Big deal, dude. Play the game and you get it for free. Mm-hmm. They didn't want that. So <laughs> now look what we got. Yeah. There's no way to get anything for free now. That's the way they wanted. It really disgusts me that people like actually, and again, it goes back to the Reddit, surprise, surprise, they want the <laughs> Black Ops 3 like supply drop model over this. Are you, no. Are you insane? <laughs> I mean, yeah. fair enough. You can, you can get crypto keys for free. Week, like, Prestige was on the other week saying that he spent like an ungodly amount because he had to make those videos. Yeah. You know, on, that, on, oh, and it's just oh my god I, I yeah I wasn't even a big content creator at the time where I was like making content or covering things quickly I was making videos for fun at the time but I still spent money because I wanted those guns I was a collector in that game mm-hmm. spent a couple grand at least on, on COD points in that game it's ridiculous to look back at I'm like wow that much money was spent on supply drops but the very least you're able to earn shit for free through crypto keys but like I said, Black Ops Four system had it a lot more fair, where you can get, you can guarantee yeah. yourself something by trading an X amount of this, X amount of that. Um, quick comment from modding stuff: If we got celebrities in Modern Warfare for Halloween and in Cold War for an '80s pack, you think Robert England may come to Cold War as Freddy Krueger, bro? Please, That'd dude. Cool. <laughs> Robert England's a legend, man. I want to see one more Nightmare on Elm Street with him. But I don't think it's gonna happen, but dude, big Robert England fan, man. I, I love watching who's growing up, but I would well, love to see another horror Halloween. Like, oh. I mean, the potential's there. And also, I brought up in a video last night, people saying, oh, they're trying to be Fortnite with the crossover celebrities. I'm like, did you play Call dude. of Duty Ghost, bro? I mean, that was up before <laughs> Fortnite existed, dude. Ghost had the Michael Myers, the Predator, legendary DLC drop with the actual actors who played them in the studio yeah. recording. Oh, bro, I Snoop Dogg dude, voice pack. Yeah. I despise these knee-jerk Fortnite haters. It's so stupid, like. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, they're trying to be Fortnite. Yeah, it's literally the most popular fucking game on planet Earth. I would I, that, be, that's, that's another thing. Battle Royale yeah. wouldn't be a thing for... Any franchise right now, if Fortnite didn't exist, no, no game would have adopted it. Blackout wouldn't have happened. Warzone, Battlefield's fucking Battle Royale. Halo's probably going to get one. Apex wouldn't be a thing. I'm like, dude, 
Of course they're competing with Fortnite. It's a business. It's like I was streaming the investors call last week. Remember Fajardi when the guy was like, oh, this is boring. They're not, they're not talking about zombies. They're talking about money. It's a fucking investors call, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what what the, 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 the title of my stream was like Activision Earnings Quarter 1, COD 2021 announcement. And they announced COD 2021. They announced it. Nothing, set up, nothing was said about zombies except for, oh, co-op mode, whatever. They're like, oh, talking too much about money. I'm like, it's a damn investors call. What did you expect to hear? That's what they want. <laughs> It's so it's so cringe. I, don't know. I couldn't believe to, it, dude. It's the money call. It's it's, it's literally a money call. The section of Goldman is obviously interested in what DLC two is. You know clearly. Yeah, no, and then people were like, "Oh, they, they, yeah, exactly." People, oh, they didn't talk about DLC two shit stream, and I'm like, "Bro, this wasn't a zombies announcement investors call. It's a fucking it's a business call, dude." Oh my god, I could. The comments are just hilarious, dude. Um, literally, chat. Who are these people, man? Shirts available on Teespring down below in the description, man. Check them out. Love, um, who are these people? Literally, are these people? I mean, that's something that Matt Fajardi and I we would say in a group chat. We would just, you know, we see something cringe. We're like, who are these people? And it just it just started clicking. Who are these people? So we're like, what? Might as well make it a, a segment of the podcast. Just showing these ridiculous comments. Um, my God, dude! But it, it's just <laughs> the crap I've been seeing lately, man. I mean, no, they can never get it right. I think that's one thing that I noticed with Treyarch is. They can never get it right. They're raising the bar. Like I said, every game they release answers the feedback of the last game. Quick example, Black Ops 3, you want more perks. What did Black Ops 4 do? They added fucking 20 perks. Black Ops 4, all oh, the quests are too hard. You know, they're too story-driven. What did Black Ops Cold War do? They, they reduced the amount of perks, made the quest a lot easier, real casual, and they're releasing more content more frequently. People still don't want it. It's like, for free. How, how do you, for free, by the way. <laughs> how, how do you win? How do you, how do you please everybody? You can't. It, you release a new a new survival map once a month, the quality will go down. People are gonna complain. How do you, how do you please them? I think somebody I don't know who it was on Twitter today that said it. They're like, look, I think it was uh, was it TZ Ghost? I forgot who it was, or maybe it was uh, Robert somebody. They were saying we're still getting four DLC zombies experiences this year. The gap in between Firebase and Berlin might be a good couple of months. We get it, but Outbreak in itself I think represents DLC two just fine with all the quests, all the content, all the expansions, all the regions. I think that equals a DLC too. After all that shit is released, I think that's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I think yeah. the COD yeah, community is like so big though that like they could give away a hundred dollars to every motherfucker that played Cold War, and there would be a group of people on Twitter mad it wasn't a thousand. <laughs> like I swear, <laughs> they're mad it wasn't a thousand. There's always going to be people pissed off, and the amount of people I, pissed off is going to be big enough to be vocally heard, no matter how much they are or how small or whatever. And like I think a lot of it's just turned into there's just people that are entirely out to shit on it and the people that like that kind of stuff have stayed there and watched their shit and the people who want to just see what it is and play it and if they'd like it good if they don't don't waver but like they have no ill intent towards it yeah they've floated another way um <laughs> we don't we don't represent everybody in the world that plays call of duty but what i'll say is right i get busy with my content Fajari's busy with his work he has some school you know eric you work cal you got your stuff going on we all have things to do, right? We have actual lives inside of the game. But what blows my mind is that when I look at, at least from my perspective, how I play Black Ops Cold War, I'm almost struggling at times to find a moment to play everything. Multiplayer, Zombies, Warzone. I wish I had more time to play. So that's yeah. why people yeah. out there are like, oh, there's no content, dead game. And I'm like, how much time do you have to play where you're done with the new content in like two hours? I'm like, what, where does your time go? Do you not have a job? Do you not have school? Do you not do anything else but play the game? Like, of course, if you have all the time in the world to play, 40 hours a week... You're going to be done with the content pretty quickly. I get it. Yeah. You might have got all the camos, the calling cards. But I'm like, we're looking for time to play. People out there are complaining that there's, there, there's not enough content. I'm like, dude, <laughs> oh, yeah. the how does that, that happen? The one that gets me is the, like, I, this ain't worth what I paid or whatever. Like, 
Well, you're an idiot because you played sixty dollars for Diamond Shane. If you want to go play zombies, you literally that's because <laughs> oh that's literally the only um, thing you paid for. Like that was sixty dollars. Yeah. The I, game that was on the disc was sixty dollars. I actually I have that comment. Let you me paid sixty dollars for that. I have the comment, dude, from last week. Somebody literally said, "Where's the maps we paid for?" I'm like, "There's no season pass. Where, where, where are you getting this idea that you paid for more maps? They could have literally cut off support for Cold War." And it would have been legal. And day one. And and, and that's legal. They could have done that. There's no contractual obligation. You didn't pay for a pass. Now, if you ask me what I thought, I'm like, all right, maybe a zombie's pass could have been cool just to kind of ease the the community. I would have paid for it. Yeah, just to kind of ease the pain a bit where people are at least understanding of what to expect. I would have supported that. But it's free. Fuck it. That means there's no player base issues. The player count's not split. Everybody has the same update every time at the same moment when, you know, a DLC drops. It's like, dude. (laughs) <laughs> that's the way to go um, well not I mean, just that but the... like go ahead Carol. Oh, oh, I was just going to say these are like the same people who were like saying no to Black Ops Pass you remember that yes yeah the Black Ops that, that was the red like the yeah. People. yeah and it's like not only that but this whole I get I would have liked the Zombies Pass where I was paying my money and I just know how many maps are coming yeah but I don't know if we would even have what we have if that was the case because I think they wanted to see what happened with Outbreak and I think the response has yeah. been phenomenal in their eyes to it was with player counts and stuff to the point that they are shifting stuff probably towards that if anything and that's a good thing in my opinion that they've been able to do whatever they wanted like that's what made zombies magic in world war they didn't know us anything like think back to verruck right in verruck verruck was the first time call of duty ever had a first person character voiced from that perspective they'd never done it before they were too afraid but zombies was able to do whatever it wanted because it was just shit they were just throwing in there yeah they could do whatever right and that let them do that. And because of that innovation right there, that little small thing in Rook that doesn't mean nothing, the next Treyarch game, we got Alex Mason, the first voice call protagonist. Yep. And he's like super iconic. It's like a big part of that game. And that was forged by zombies and being able, zombies being able to do what, what it wants. It's literally progression, just each game building on the last one. And it's like I said, I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. the, if they were contractually obligated to drop DLC 234, like we saw it many years ago, then it's like you said... Outbreak may not have been a thing. They were they were trying to say, you know what? Let's be flexible a bit. Let's drop Outbreak in February. See how that responds. We could take more time to do Berlin, release that later. But Outbreak itself can kind of pave the way and lead zombies for a good five, mm-hmm. six months for the next map. And we'll do it that way instead of the traditional method, which people didn't like in Black Ops 4, the Black Ops Pass. People didn't respond well to that. The sales probably were down a bit for it, too. I mean, two of the maps were Chaos, two were Ether. It probably didn't perform well financially for Activision. So I said, let's change that model up and see how it does. And like you said, they've hit the numbers and the goals they probably wanted to reach with Outbreak alone. It's insane. But uh, what were you going to say, Cal? You had a point coming up? Um, it's just like, yeah, so it's like these say no to Black Ops Pass people. You know, I mean, the, the only really valid complaint they ever had was, oh, you know, it, it's more expensive. But like you, you're getting the same amount of content for less. And then so you take that. That was like a big thing at the time in Black Ops 4. You come to now. You're paying $60 for a premium game, standard. You're getting yeah. the same amount of content. And you're getting six seasons of content for free. You don't need to buy any Battle Pass. You can earn the goods right. in game. The Battle Pass is free. It, the sheer amount of content is, like, mind-blowing, you know? It's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's actually insane. It's, well, you know, I mean, it just feels like entitlement. I don't know. It is entitlement. Like when they're going to give us this free survival map. They keep saying, oh, they're going to drop a surprise survival map every time. Yeah, you remember the last time they did that with Dead of the Night, how tickled everybody that was about the last surprise map, how how, how awesomely ecstatic everybody was for the last one oh, they announced before I, it came out? I mean, it, it's um, still shocking that even to this day, you'll see comments like DLC 1 never came out for Black Ops 4. And I'm like, oh my God, facepalm, dude. I mean, th- the thing was, 
I don't have an issue if they say, you know what, we'll just drop a map as a surprise. And Fajardi said this too, and I'll get to you in a second, but drop a map as a surprise, no marketing. I'm cool with it. That's a nice surprise, but people need a trailer to tell them how good something's going to be. I get it, right? You want a little bit of marketing, some teasers. I, I understand that, but when you when you take a trailer so serious, you're like, oh, it has to be a trailer. I mean, it has to be a cutscene. It's like, play the damn map and see how you like it. Like, Fajardi, what were you saying? You were saying this last week, I think, about pe people that were judging content off of trailers or a lack thereof. Like, dude... What's the deal with that, man? Well, I mean, in in the case of what happened with uh, Dead of the Night, obviously that was it, it was uh, like it, it wasn't was it supposed to happen like that? I don't think it was supposed to happen. I, I think it was PlayStation leaked it by mistake in Australia or New Zealand or something. So then they tried to cover it up, saying they were trying something different with no marketing. But I think PlayStation dropped the ball that time. It wasn't Treyarch. I'm pretty. Well, sure. yeah. So it was. They it, ended up releasing like the intro cutscene, and that was it. Like there, like the day before they. Released and the intro, the intro and the intro didn't even look like it was complete. Yeah, I think I think yeah. they needed another week and a half to like polish that, and they didn't get a chance to. I'm, I'm so sure. anyway, yeah. it, it was an error. It, it was a, it was an error that the map released early. So the, as soon as everyone figured that out, they should have been like, okay, then that's probably why this this big, huge error happened. And let's just move on from it. Let's go play the map and see how it is. Dead of the Night is like one of the it's a top, one of the tier, top, map. maps. It's top, top tier maps. Top tier maps. And it, it, it's really a shame that people base it off of a lack of a, marketing. A, oh yeah, lack of marketing. When realistically, the I, I personally think the Outbreak trailer that came over Black Ops Cold War uh, before season two, I think that trailer really sucked. It really had me feeling down about the mode. But when they when the game mode released, I was Change like, wow, mind. this is this is insane. This, yeah. is, this game mode is insane. Yeah. So, I, I, but yet again, you, you can't. Everyone can't think a, a certain way. Everyone has different opinions. So, right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you, you let marketing judge how you're gonna feel about a mode. You wouldn't have played Outbreak. You would have said, "Oh no, it doesn't look good." You played it. Change your mind about it. You might see a trailer that looks really great, and then you play it, and it's not that good. It's like actually give it a chance. Play the content. I mean, I, I won't name any names, but people literally during Black Ops Four were making map reviews without even playing the maps. They were borrowing gameplay from a friend. Watching other people's maps reviews. Yeah, watching other. Map. And I'm like. You make the map reviews for, you know, for the ad revenue because that's what people did. Borrowed gameplay from a friend because they didn't want to play the map themselves. Said something bad about it. And it's like you said, the echo chamber, this this ripple effect, this sheep mentality. Uh, people don't realize how much power a content creator has. When they say one thing, there's going to be thousands of people agreeing with it without even verifying it for themselves. And that was exactly what led to the downfall of Black Ops 4. So, <laughs> for Cold War... That's not even touching on the people who made, like, not naming any names again, but uh, inflammatory videos that were actually masquerading as sponsored videos. Yeah, I, I mean, you see that, and then I'm reminiscing on that a little bit with the whole Outbreak BS. Like, oh, Outbreak this, Outbreak that. It's like, play the content. If you don't like it, don't play it. I mean, if you're a content creator and, and you know, you're like, oh, you need zombies content... It's like Vajardi always says, great quote that we've been saying for months. When you need content or updates to make videos, you've lost. If you can't make up yeah. actual content without needing updates, then what are you doing, dude? It's like, find something else to do. It, 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 well, that can only go so far. If you're like, if you're just like, it, it can go so far, yeah. Thin air, but I mean, when you're given content like we are now and you're just, yeah. you're just declining its existence, then right, I think right. that's, that's a problem. And, I mean, and, and that's what I mean. You I, can't live off tutorials. Like, you can't make a shield tutorial <laughs> over three months and expect that to make a living. Like, how to turn on the power, how to build a shield, how to pack a punch. Oh my God. Bro. No, yeah, that's what I mean. It's There's like I, it was harder. I think during the Black Ops Three season, wow. it was harder when it was map packs waiting. You know, three months for an update. Now we have weekly updates. We have roadmaps. We have these celebrities crossovers. All this crap is happening. I feel like content is easier than ever if you care about all the modes in the game. When you're when you're boxing yourself in to one mode, you're like, oh, this one thing that you did years ago and it's not working. 
then it's time to move on, man. That, that, that's kind of, that's the way I look at it, man. Yeah, uh, you don't ever want to tell somebody don't play it, but it's, there's some people that literally just need to quit fucking playing zombies. Like, it's fine if you don't like it anymore. Just go outside, go fucking play something else. It's totally fine. Yes. We'll be here if you ever change your mind. If not, that's why, I, literally, if you ain't like nothing since Black Ops 2, why the fuck are you still here paying money for this? That's like a and, lot of money between Black Ops 2 and now to have been paying for I, I thing that's ever come out and not liked any of it. I've I don't think the yeah, the game. I, I've literally said this. I think pre-reveal of Black Ops Cold War, I said when Treyarch's next game comes out, I guarantee you, and it happened. Creators who were already sick of the mode before Black Ops Four even come out are going to leave the community when this game drops, and it's exactly what happened with many big names, and it will happen again when this game is over, or I would say in a good year when World War Two's out, whatever. We'll see how that game does, but guarantee you, there's creators already looking for their way out who do zombies only, or even just COD in general. They will be gone very soon. I can promise you that. It, it's <laughs> when people have reached their limit, when they've had, when they've met their end, when they've had it, it you'll, you'll see it. And you've already noticed that with lots of people out there making content. Yeah, so it, it's. I mean, I've had conversations with a couple big content creators about it. I'm like, in no rude way, I'm saying it. Literally, quit. Like, <laughs> just it's quit. Fine. If you hate <laughs> it so much, just fucking quit. Go. If you would rather flip burgers, go fucking do it. Shut up and go do it. Like, <laughs> Holy shit! If, is there. if not, yeah. you play video games for money. It's up to you. I don't really care. But I know it's like I mean. And what are your thoughts on this? Right, this is the the, the new system I, I've seen lately. And no shade to it at all. If people are successful off of it, good for them. The new thing is stream Warzone on Twitch, make a hell of a living on Twitch, and then you have you hire an editor for like forty thousand a year to convert all of those highlights onto a YouTube channel that makes double the bank again that is the new strategy for call of duty content creation as you can as you can call it but very people have made it that way and very people will make it that way because it's, it's a real easy thing to do and it's real copy paste it's not really original but people that have made it that way good for them but there's people out there trying to do that and it's like that's just not the way i recommend trying to get into full-time call of duty content because it's re it's really not content it's just playing warzone oh good clips good whatever yeah. Yeah. so in regards to multiplayer warzone Gotta think of something else. And people are like, oh, we're sick of loadout videos. It's like, I said this before too. What is original Call of Duty content creation really? It's either you're doing news, guides, leaks, live gameplay, streams. How, how else can you can you make Call of Duty content? So do one of those things. Put your own spin on it. Try your best. Be consistent. You know, try to be original. Have a cool voice. I mean, gotta think of ways to, to kind of raise the bar and go outside the box when it comes to Call of Duty content creation. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I guess it would be kind of rich for me to get up on a high horse when I have like 700 subscribers about YouTube. But um, I will say that I personally, my content, probably the reason my content suffers is I only really, if I, I don't make shit unless I feel motivated, like I'll have a feeling that this is a good thing. And like, I, I want this to exist, this thing. Whether right. it be like animating the comics, like a lore video, music video shit I've done in the past, like whatever. It's just a thing that I've got in my head that I want to exist. It's still I'm content nobody else is doing, so it works out in the end. I think, that, I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, and I think that, like, you see people who definitely have videos where you watch it, and you're like, damn, they just really had to put something out today. Yeah, I laugh at that, too, but I, I want to go into a topic which I think is huge for the community. I'll go more into this in my video tonight as well, chat, but it is officially confirmed that Outbreak is DLC too. Before people go off, oh, I told you so, I knew it. It was not labeled as such when it first released. So everybody reason to believe, oh, okay, DLC 2 will be something separate because they labeled Firebase as DLC 1, an actual map. So oh, they're still using that terminology. Outbreak was mm -hmm. not used as DLC 2. Now it is. 
I think the reason why is because now that Outbreak is a real complete package, they're going to have up to two main quests, all these regions, all these updates, quality of life improvements. Now it can be the equivalent of an actual round-based survival map. So it is DLC 2 now. So with that being said, do you guys believe there is a DLC 3 and 4 as round-based maps? Or what will that look like after Outbreak has run its course with the main quest? Oh, I can't speak necessarily for round-based, but I'll put it this way. So we, we know now from that blog post, so it goes Outbreak Quest 1. And that's uh, what was that like mid season three. Then quest two is beginning of season four. Hopefully, yeah. the, the the next round base map is mid season four. So that means we've got season five and season six with what they're not yeah. just going to have nothing, you know. So there's going to be something now. Whether that's some sort of you know maybe I don't know some sort of new outbreak experience. Maybe it's a round base. Maybe it's both. I don't know. That would be is, cool. There, yeah. There are people saying that the round base map in se mid season four is going to be the last thing. Like, have you thought about, like, for 10 seconds about the way the seasons are spread out? It makes no sense. Why would they just yeah. have two seasons of nothing? Yeah, like a season and a half or so between the actual round base maps is fair. Like, short of this yeah. outbreak exception thing where they've tried to, like, fluff outbreak since it came out, which is important, I think, um, because it's good. Uh, but uh, it's hard to say, man, but I would say, yeah, I think we're definitely going to get at least one more thing. Like, whether they do some kind of custom outbreak, crazy-ass big map, or they do some kind of other survival map, I don't know. Yeah. But I definitely think they got something else on the plate, like, because yeah. think of it this way, if we compare this to the other shit, like they've done before, like Black Ops 3 and stuff, where they'll throw you some locations right off the bat, like, yeah. we got all the locations of the shit except Rev and Black Ops 3, and here we got that computer with Weaver that where we saw Firebase's location, we saw the Euro Mountains, which is outbreak we saw berlin which we know is coming next but i right. think it's pretty reasonable to say they got one in pocket which in my opinion i don't see it going anywhere except either new york which they've kind of teased a couple of times but that's, I think that's sick, not dude. very likely but or yeah. but the way more likely one to me is just literally inside the dark aether somewhere as a map yeah and it's going to be like more wacky geometry it's it's hard to tell but i would love to, to see me that. that's that's where it would have to go that's just logically good i think somebody who's like berlin this is the last thing ever and then it ends is <laughs> Just repeating something somebody else said six or seven months <laughs> yeah, ago because you, they literally you, don't know their butthole from a hole in the ground. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, and again, chat, you'll see leakers out there saying, oh, there's no more map after Berlin. I'm like, look, the information that they have, the information they're able to obtain is something that only goes so far. It's information that kind of caps off after Berlin or whatnot. There's stuff after that Treyarch's worked on that wasn't, uh, I would say, identifiable. It wasn't really something that people were able to get their hands on because of the current information they do have. It's just not... Mm -hmm. So we'll wait and see what that is. But I was on the fence of a couple of things. First, I, I was on the fence of saying the Outbreak's quest is one and done. I was proven wrong today. I'm like, oh shit, two quests? Hell yeah. So it's like we were saying before we started the podcast, mm -hmm. we could see like a Black Ops 2 situation of, you know, a good versus evil side of things. I mean, Black Ops 2 was, I think, both evil. Wow. But, <laughs> but lo looking at... Mm -hmm. Outbreak's main quest. You could have a Requiem side and Omega side. That'd be cool. Unless one follows mm -hmm. the other one. Maybe like one's like a sequel to the last. We'll see how, how they do two quests. I'm, I'm game for that. In terms of after both quests, will they do another main quest next season or the season after? Probably not. They'll probably focus on the maybe the round base, some other modes, some other expansions. But hey, two quests, I'm down. The other thing was the Wonderfizz machine. Three perks are left on there that presumably are going to drop. And they only drop a new perk when a new map releases because the perk machine goes on that map. Elemental Pop from yeah. the machine, uh, Tombstone on Firebase. So would it make sense to drop, let's say, Double Tap with an Outbreak quest? Where would the machine go? Because there aren't any perk machines on, on Outbreak aside from Wonder Fizz. So does that necessarily mean three more round-based maps? 
Or does that just mean maybe they'll drop Berlin with double tap and then the last map, let's say it's Revelations 2.0, whatever, it'll have two perks on there? I mean, how do we explain the three remaining perks on Wonderfist? It's kind of a, a topic of discussion that has been brought up a bit. Yeah, I think that, personally, this is kind of a hot take, but yeah, I think that we'll probably not get a Mule Kick Machine. Cause okay. I That's a really know. good point. Maybe actually. they could throw that. it into Outbreak or something, but I could see them just making that the Outbreak perk. Because, like, especially that mode, more than anything, screams, please, God, let me hold three guns. I yeah. need, yeah. Like, I want to carry a die so bad. Right. But and I also want to carry well. a gun with brain rot real bad, and I have right. to choose. And I, I think, yeah. whereas something close quarters, you know, I mean, if we're going by the perks that are like the jingles are out or whatever, and I think that's a pretty fucking reasonable assumption at this point, um, that we, even though we saw half a PhD get finished stamina up, that's probably going to come at some point. And we saw, what was the other one? Double tap, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Double, double tap, tap would make sense in something close quarters like, um, like Berlin, you know, or whatever, like a tight knit city area. Yeah. I could see double tap being fit for that. And then PhD coming back in DLC four, so everybody's like, yeah, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of like, a, like, a, that makes a sense. hoorah. So to me, Mule Kick lands with the Outbreak Easter egg. I think, yeah, that's actually a really good point. You do kind of like a last hoorah, end the season off with PhD, like a fan favorite perk. I mean, hell yeah. And then, yeah, because that's going to make everything that, hella easier when you Oh, get, yeah, when you ray guns, through. fucking. I wouldn't want to do that to the end of a season as well, make everything easier. And, you know, mm. so, yeah, that, that's a really good point. Mule Kick just not having a machine. Fuck it. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. That's a really. I, I mean, nobody cares that. that much. Like, hey, bro, where's the mule kick at? Just go to Wonderfield. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one cares that about much the about mule kick. You know what yeah. I mean? And I mean, even so, like, if you know, if they were to like say potentially add some sort of new area, you know, maybe like a boss fire in, or I don't know. Uh, yeah. Why not have it in there? You know, if it's a new area that's like separate from the rest of Outbreak that feels a right. bit slightly more traditional, that you you know, a place mm -hmm. that you go to, maybe they could have a machine in there. You know, who's to say? Yeah. Right. And Jordan, it's like, like you said before, if you don't like Black Ops Cold War Zombies as it is, what will a new perk or a map do for you? I mean, go, go into that rant real quick. I found it hilarious looking back at yeah, it two weeks ago. I, I, I've, said, yeah, I've said this um, a decent amount where people are like, we need a, we need a new perk right now. But like, the, <laughs> when you add the perk and like what, you can buy it at like on, on like round 10 and then... <laughs> <laughs> like is that is that really extra content for you? You can buy you can buy a PhD or something. It just doesn't really make that much sense to me because if you already don't like what's already in the game, why would why would a perk slot or why, why would a new perk just completely boom switch your entire your entire thought even, process on the e game? Even a map, dude. I said this before, and I said, even la last podcast, I'm like, sure. look, I I'm getting tired of the same old zombies conversation. That's why when I make a zombies video once twice a week, I go into a lot of new things that people aren't talking about because I'm sick of the same exact arguments, the same conversations, the same controversy. We need this back. We need Rick Toff. I'm like, dude, look at what's being offered. Look to the look to the future. Look ahead because mm -hmm. even if they drop Berlin tonight. I swear to God, that wouldn't do much for that many people. The Easter egg will be solved in a couple of hours. People will be burned out with the map by the end of this weekend, waiting for the next map. A new map is clearly not doing it anymore for the community. It just doesn't do it. So that's why they're taking a different approach with Outbreak. Oh, what about a massive open world experience? Seven to eight regions, a main quest, side Easter eggs, fuck it, this, Orda. I mean, looking at it from a different scope now, how to do zombies going forward, because they know, mm -hmm. even in Black Ops 4, by this point in Black Ops 4, we had, what, five maps already, six maps already? It still wasn't enough. It, it, they had, uh, not Turn and Grief, um, Rush and, and Gauntlet at that point, too. It still wasn't like, enough. more, yeah. Yeah, where's more? It's constantly, where's more, where's more? It didn't work in Black Ops 4 when they were already up, essentially one-upping Black Ops 3 in terms of modes and more maps at launch. That didn't work. So now look at what they're trying. And again, it, it, you can't please everybody. It just doesn't work. 
You well, can't yeah, and no matter how many people want to be online, it's working right now. The numbers yeah. say it's working. The numbers say it's working. More popular than it's ever been. The numbers don't and lie. That's a good point that uh, Padme's Curl said in the chat. They're they're tuned in the high round scaling, we know, in this update. And so, like, that adds a whole yeah. precedent for, like, making everything more powerful weapons, more powerful perks and stuff like that with bigger health and, like, more zombie damage and shit in the later rounds. And so I think, like, the precedent is there for double tapping PhD to make more sense now than they would have at launch. Right in this you know, game, maybe it's um, like uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit taboo to say, but I honestly think that so many of these people who are complaining, just and uh, I mean, we touched on it earlier with like content creators, but generally, just these people, they don't like the game anymore, but they don't <laughs> want to admit to themselves that they yeah. don't like the game anymore. It's the thing, like, the oh, thing, the thing I don't understand is like how how is the player base the highest? The microtransaction purchases are the highest, but it's the but it's the lowest content we've ever seen. I, it, I don't it doesn't that, that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I've seen this too, right? Because I've seen the same argument: oh, Modern Warfare is better. That, go play it then. But then people that argue Modern Warfare is better than Black Ops Cold War, I'm like, okay, you can believe that. I have no issue with you believing one game is better than another. What are we fifty? What are we ten? Mm -hmm. That we can't have an opinion? Mm -hmm. That's fine. But then to argue that Cold War is a dead game, Modern Warfare is doing better. Modern Warfare's player count is still extraordinarily high because of Warzone. People can't understand that, oh, Warzone's a different application. If you have the free version, if you own Modern Warfare, it's all in the same app. No shit the Modern Warfare player base is that high. Of course. Mm. But Activision going and confirming that the Cold War Battle Pass is, is the, the most sold ever. Uh, the past three seasons alone are the most successful seasons in Call of Duty history since they started that model. I mean, Cold War has broken and shattered records. And people are still claiming it's a dead game. It's like, dude... Something ain't oh. right there. I mean, it's something not working there with that explanation. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I'm pulling up the, the statement here. It's like, dude, you look at all, I mean, they surpassed a billion dollars in revenue. I'm like, Activision is seeing numbers they've never seen for this franchise before. So to say Colder's a dead game, there's no content, these numbers say otherwise, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, dude. I mean, it's following the Warzone integration, Cold War premium sales saw a significant increase. I'm like, if Cold War is the best-selling game, I think it was the best-selling game in the U.S. many months in a row, and as the still most, is, I think. and it still is as the most sold Battle Pass. But you're saying Modern Warfare did better. It's like, well, I, when I, Modern Warfare be the best-selling game in Battle Pass, then I don't understand that it doesn't make sense. That's why I'm, I'm trying to connect it to. I'm like, if you're saying Modern Warfare is doing better, has more numbers, more player base, how is Cold War reaching those statistics? It, they wouldn't reach that. If Cold War didn't beat it. And, and we're, we're, not, we're not trying to be like, oh, Cold War's better. It beat Modern Warfare. Yay. We don't care about that. But when you're stating both some, good games. They're both good games. Really? We're stating some facts. I mean, it, it's like, why argue that? It's like, that, that's, what, that's what blows my mind on Twitter all the time. It's like, why are people so persistent? Oh, Modern Warfare sold better. Who gives a fuck? Look what Cold yeah. War is doing. It's like, dude. Uh, and it's like, especially this zombies opening up to new people has showed me, I've saw a change of character in a lot of people, um, or like a character reveal, I should say, in a lot of people that I used to kind of carry respect for in terms of gatekeeping and stuff like i really can't believe how many people genuinely just don't want new people playing zombies why yeah. like even if they did pander to like everybody who played black ops 3 forward like let's just say they make a cutoff point right there yeah okay black ops 3 is where the community started in a lot of people's eyes even though that's not the case at all not the case at all think that so let's say for hypothetical sake Treyarch only pander to that group of people forever that is a finite amount of people that is only ever going to shrink it cannot yes. grow people cannot go back yeah. in time and have been there when Black Ops 3 came out. No more. It's those people are only going to shrink. They have the new people have to come in. That's important. And we, in my opinion, as larger people in the community, and I say larger with huge finger quotes for myself, but um, we as people in the community have a responsibility to like help new people and introduce them and make them like it. Teach them how to play. Teach them where to find the shit in Outbreak. Teach them how to do Easter eggs. 
you know, tell them about the story, whatever they want to do, just help them get interested and expand it for the future. Cause there's going to be a point in time. None of us want to play zombies no more. Like there will come a year where everybody that played black ops three doesn't play, play. More. whether we're yeah. all dead, we're all 80, whatever there's, there's a time that's going to come and that people are still going to have to be playing it. Then if we want it to go on, you know, Eric, I know you get these comments as well, but like whenever I, I see a comment, that's like, you know, this is the kind of like passion that I want. Like, cause I mean, we did, we both do story, you know, and it's that even zombies, which is, a, a small i mean it's a larger demographic than it used to be but it, it will always be you know technically smaller than the rest of the game but yeah. the people who are like really passionate about the story is an even smaller demographic than that but even so whenever we get comments that are like you know this is the kind of passion i've wanted this is like getting me enthused and whatever is really nice to see because these oh, yeah. same people are like getting told constantly oh no the new, the new thing sucks you're an idiot for liking it you know and it's this gatekeeping from again people who are kind of respected i'm not naming any names but it, it, it's really gross like yeah i saw like that comment on reddit I mean. where a guy said i really like outbreak what's everybody's deal here he's like oh well i'm guessing you've never played zombies before this game and they were, what like, yeah like well I... no i haven't i never tried it until outbreak but now i really like it and they're like that's what i thought and just started bullying this guy like i good. think a new guy's that's a yeah. good thing but... I think gatekeeping um, with zombies in Warzone has gotten especially disgusting over the so past bad. year. Like even in Warzone, like even if you use specific guns, people would be like, "Oh, you're like go kill yourself if you're using just guns you want to use." Do you remember when like, I, it, I bought the crazy. bundle for the the stoner pack? The same, the it was a stoner uh, four twenty skit. I used it yeah. for one video. I dropped the nuke with it in multiplayer. Used the gameplay in one video. Never used a stoner again. And people were, I was getting shit for the gun I was using. I'm like, dude, the the video is about the stoner pack. I'm going to use the gun I'm talking about. No shit. But <laughs> uh, all that aside, I mean, it's a great point you brought up about gatekeeping because I'm like, something that I fail to realize sometimes, and it blows my mind, is there's people out there that don't have Twitter to follow Charlie Intel, Treyarch's tweets. They might not even watch so many YouTube videos, but when I make a video talking about the news for the day or for the week, people out there are just seeing that for the first time in my video. So... I'm over thinking, oh, they probably saw a little bit on Twitter, but but they didn't. So, like you said, we have a responsibility to kind of introduce new players to new information, this and that. And exactly. it, it is a cool responsibility. So people out there judging others for what they like, I'm like, what is that? And it's like you said, too, people out there who are like, oh, I like Outbreak, and they're getting shamed for it. It's like shame on them for looking ahead at what is being offered in this new game instead of looking at 2015 when they weren't paying any bills. Like, dude. It's, it's like you said, exactly. pe people miss the old days when they didn't have responsibilities. Your mom were bringing them lunch every yeah. day. It's like, dude, uh, sorry you feel that way. Maybe it's not even the game. It, it's a personal thing. It's not even the game's fault. It's just where they were in yeah. life five, six, seven years ago. That's what it is. Eric, you've had this exact argument on Twitter, Eric. I remember seeing it. It's like some guy was like, oh, you know, I, I'm whatever. This was the golden age. And you were like, why? And it's like, oh, yeah, because I, I remember, you know, getting home from school and playing. Like, <laughs> That's it. Do not miss the game. You miss not having shit to do, and you're like, that's... yeah. Hey, man, it's it's like the way I look at it. For Jordan and I talk about this all the time. We're like, we do have good memories playing Blackout and do all this shit in Black Ops Four. I mean, we had a good time in that game. Would I want to go back to that time? Maybe for a couple of hours, just for you know a throwback. Sure, I might do a throwback Blackout stream, but I wouldn't want to go back to that time in my life. I mean. We're happy where we are right now. I'm like, th th that's just us. Not everybody is. I get it. Everybody, you know, has different times in their life when they're struggling. And they're, I, I get it. But to want to go backwards, I mean, I feel like that's just not forward thinking at all. That's not that's not a way to be productive and to yeah. better yourself as a person. To want to go back to where you were before, yeah. it's like, dude. <laughs> it benefits nothing to talk about the past. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah, it especially doesn't. with video games, it's not like it's a fucking memory where you can be like, "Oh damn, dude, I can't that play that anymore." Shit. Like yeah. it's like talking about, "Oh man, you remember Miss What's Her Name's class in English? That was so much fun." That you can't go back to that. 
whatever right. talking about that memory is fun but it's like damn dude shadows of evil was awesome like literally you can oh, fucking go put the, yeah you can still play the game and that's why i'm like when it comes to videos and content creation i'm like I'm constantly just in love with, you know, wrapping things up and rounding up the news and talking about rumors. I love talking about everything for any of the modes. I find it enjoyable and it helps people out there understand something they may not have seen. You know, that's my goal with all of it. But then for people out there to be so negative towards just anything happening, like I saw a comment we're going to get to later where someone was like, oh, why did you make 20 season three reloaded videos like for the past two weeks? And I'm like, when there's new info being presented every single day, I make a video talking about it. We talk about that. I'm like, they're like, oh, you shouldn't make that many videos. I'm like, how are someone telling me what to, like, how what content to make and what, like, just don't watch it. <laughs> just don't watch the content. I, I made a comment last week too about something I saw in the comments. I was like, wait a second, people out there like, oh, you know, the video's too long, too many ads. I'm like, there's timestamps. Skip to where you want to watch. You can skip all the ads. YouTube's a free platform. People yeah. act like they're glued to a chair, like Adler. And they're, they're fucking, their eyes are stuck to a, to a TV and they're forced to watch an entire video in full. I'm like, I do time sets for a reason. Not many channels do that either. I do time sets for a reason. So you can yeah. skip to where you want to watch. Or it's like, how else can I help yeah. you? How yeah, else I mean, do I, I, how I, else do I help post. you? Yeah. How else do I help yeah. you and make a living off of this? There's a balance, right? There's a trade-off. There's a line that you have to, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I read the blog post and stuff, so I usually know what's coming, so I don't watch your video where you're like, season three update, yeah, whatever. I, I know what it is, so I don't need to watch the video. Right. You know what I mean? I might drop thumbs up on it or something, but as far as sitting there watching all of it, I don't need to. And that's what right. people should do if they already know and they think it's too many videos, just don't watch something. It's that same or, or it's the people that say, oh, I heard about this in your last video. Like, I'll bring I'll, I'll bring up a topic for the second time, whatever. It's like, if I look at the demographic on YouTube statistics, this goes for any channel too. Many channels out there that are, that are huge, way bigger than mine, have only about 30% of their viewers subscribe, 70% aren't. That goes for a lot of channels. Also, only about, I want to say... I would say each viewer only watches on average like one to two videos from the same channel a month. That's what YouTube statistics tell you on the dashboard. So of course, if I, if I bring something up again and you're like, oh, I'm annoyed by that, you're in such a small demographic of people that actually watch multiple of my videos throughout a week or a month. Very people actually do. It's actually people that watch like one or two max in a month. I'm like, it's, it's, <laughs> you look at statistics and it tells you like what's going on. I'm like, it's not hard to, it's not hard to understand. I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's crazy to see, but... Uh, We'll get more to uh, nostalgia and whatnot, some cringe later on. I want to go into Modern Warfare 2 Remastered Multiplayer. I mean, this had me just... I, I was honestly in shock that this was news, but outlets out there were claiming, oh, Jeff Grubb said this, Jeff Grubb said that. And then after like a day of backlash, wrote different articles to say, oh, by the way, multiplayer is confirmed for COD 2021. It was revealed last week. What was the point of, of, of <laughs> what was the point of coming out to say Modern Warfare 2 was happening? Got people riled up. You had content creators that were massive saying, oh yeah, Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer is happening without verifying 10 seconds of information. Took probably a minute to go in and find in Jeff Grubb's E3 video. I, I can't believe that that, that that was actually news this past week. I mean, what are your Wait. thoughts on Modern Warfare 2 and this cringe? What, what's up with that? You got to get those clicks, man. Who cares if it misleads? <laughs> like thousands of people you, you gotta get those clicks i mean yeah, cod pro's literally talking about it like i forget charlie what his name was. Dude. charlie I, I i'm like <laughs> dude take the l bro what the f <laughs> i hope literally anybody like take this as a learning experience anybody who's ever thought that was like major since the initial rumor really like has basically been lying to your face. Like, they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. There's never been anything. There's never been any information that suggested it other than people just blowing smoke. All that happens is one guy... No, I'm not going to say his name. Never mind. He just says something that he thinks that he's guessing, and then everybody's like, oh, that guy's never wrong. So I'm just going to repeat that shit, and then I'll look right. And then that's... 
<laughs> I, I think there's we'll... literally never been a shred of evidence that that existed because it's not the ice man it didn't come the guy it's never come uh, yeah i think what gets me more though is the fact that they took his words quote unquote out of context but it's so much more than that it's not just out of context they twisted his words like complete 180 opposite jeff grubb mm -hmm. in the video is like by the way guys it's not coming from me this is what i'm hearing around you know twitter what he says that how do you how do you watch that and you're like oh jeff grubb just confirmed mono for two multiplayer where did you get that from I'm, I'm trying to, it's not like, he, if Jeff Grubb said it a certain way, I get it, where he, if he said, oh, by the way, I heard this, and then later he clarified, oh, it wasn't coming from me, though. He says it in the clip that he didn't hear it from his sources. They, like, deliberately how, cut that out. They deliberately <laughs> cut that out, and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, how does that even happen? And then on top of that, too, it's like, the whole thing with Mono Warfare 2 multiplayer, find a way where that works. Tell me how that would work in any capacity. There's no supply drops in it, like the Mono Warfare 1 remaster had. Uh, there'd be no battle pass. How does that community make money off that? Do you add more content to it? Guns, maps? That would ruin the nostalgia. People are going to hate that. People are going to hate that. What can you do and add to that that would or make any sense? Or do you love what's already in it behind the paywall? People are going to hate that. It, how, and it's like, even if they charge 30 bucks for it, people would pay for it. But then what about longevity? How long would that actually last? A month or two? People to play over and over again? For uh, People are like, oh, drop that instead of Cloud 21. You're telling me that's going to last a year? As a number call of duty would, no updates. Just drop one over to multiplayer by itself. That's gonna last the year. How do you integrate with that? How do you integrate with that with Warzone? You can't. <laughs> All these I questions. Think, I think if the the multiplayer were to drop, people would go and play it and be like, "Wow, this game really isn't as good as I remember it." Because it it yeah. wasn't to begin with. So they would just blame the devs. They'd be like, "You ruined it. It's not the same." <laughs> or whatever. I, they, could, they could release exactly the same, like pixel perfect, broken game. game, literally broken. Would say, "Oh no, you've changed shit. It's not. It's the nostalgia every time. It's the nostalgia shit. Honest to God." Yeah, I and that, that's the thing. It's like it, when you look at it logistically. Okay, the, the rumor was, oh, Vanguard, World War II is going to come out with a campaign, a co-op mode, but no multiplayer, by the way. Sledgehammer has the biggest team ever now, but no multiplayer. They don't have time for that. They're going to have Modern Warfare 2 remaster drop next to it. I'm like, where do those themes fit? You have a Modern Warfare 2. A, what year does Modern Warfare 2 take place in? Like the fucking early 2000s or whatever? And that, that and, then you have, and then you have a 19 fucking 40s title at the same time. How does that, how does that fit? <laughs> like, people don't even look at the rumor and, and, and break it down to think for themselves. Oh, does that even make sense? There's oh for face value we'll just look at what Charlie Intel wrote or what you know gaming gaming media said it's like dude oh man I, I couldn't believe that yeah. I'm like I <laughs> I can't how really I... well it's like to me it's dumb because it's like to put it in a zombies perspective for people who only play that it'd be like the same people who nostalgia post about Black Ops One and stuff if Ascension came out tomorrow they'd hate it. Like, this is yeah. a reskin multiplayer map. This is trick. Don't even have an ending. There's no fucking content in this, and it's all they talk <laughs> about how good that shit was. It's because you were 14. Fucking. Like that's why pe people look at Black Ops 1 and you know I love right. Black Ops 1 don't get me wrong that's actually one of my favorite Black Ops multiplayers but in terms of zombies yeah. none of the zombies maps had side quests on them either so if you look at today's standards none of the Black Ops 1 maps had side quests they didn't have ending cutscenes they didn't have these massive fucking boss fights so people that put Black Ops 1 on a pedestal against Cold War I'm like what, are you, really, what, are, you, what are you comparing <laughs> what yeah. are you actually comparing when people make lists and they put Black Ops 1 above that I'm like you're literally just talking about nostalgia yeah. about I, and I, running I, in circles on Kino is for, <laughs> I, won't, I, I won't even go into lists and all the tier lists i'm not a fan of any of that shit everybody's it's all subjective anyway i get it but yeah. when i see tier lists like you said that put certain games above others i'm like what are you comparing it has to be a, a personal thing of where they were in their life at that time because there's no way that you're telling me world at war is above black ops 4 and cold war i'm like what in the actual fuck i'm like there's no way 
Yeah, it, like that it, shit was good for its time. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, of course. Ancient decrepit shit now. Like, yeah. It's like you're telling me you want to hook up a PS3 and run in circles on Knocked with the slowest spawns in history instead of playing an open world outbreak or even comparing the multiplayer. People are like, oh, go suck, go suck. Do you know how many good things, and I won't go off on a tangent on it too much, but you know how many good things Ghost offered for multiplayer? Field orders, dynamic map events. Not all the maps are great, but they had celebrity, you know, DLCs, really cool DLC experiences. Extinction mm -hmm. Ghost raised that bar for how you take a boots on the ground experience and just take it to a different level, change it up somehow. That was the last real boots on the ground Call of Duty for a while. You know, we had three years of jetpacks, whatnot. People don't appreciate Ghost, but now I'm seeing people out there saying, you know what, Ghost wasn't that bad. You know what, Ghost actually did offer this. Yeah. Off. I'm like, yeah. well, look at Extinction. It was a year of people being like, where's the damn zombies, man? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? And this shit ends. I can't even do this forever. Yeah, I and can't play forever. Yeah. Ever since that game's been over, it's literally just been, oh my God, bring Extinction back. Yeah. Oh my God. Like literally nonstop until they finally just killed it off in Infinite Warfare on purpose. Dude, right. what, people, what people would say, it's the COD cycle every time. It's all oh, yeah. this game shit. This game and to me, it's so obvious. Happen. Once you see what causes the pattern, it's the, like, the most yeah. blatantly obvious thing. It's that people spend a year looking at leaks and listening to news and building up what this card is in their mind and what it should be. Right, and, and it's everything not. that deviates from this image is bad, no matter what, whether it's a good thing or not. But yeah. then people turn around and look at it two years from now, and they're like, you know, this is... I can see, well, you know, some interesting things about this that it does that's unique. When that was always there, yeah. you were just too busy bitching about what it didn't have that you had wanted. You know what I mean? And when that and, and when it's not the new thing and is in your mind is being compared or weighted to these like, expectations... People can go back and enjoy shit. That's why people even can even say transit's not that bad now. Like, oh if you God. were fuck, if oh, you had just fucking dude. come off moon and waited about six months. Oh yeah, the, the, the backlash, bro. Shit, I was fuming. Yeah, I was like, well, and, and, and that's, three months. that's the thing is, you people who don't remember what times were like, what like how times were like back then. I, I talk about this all the time. Black Ops Three wasn't received well when that game dropped. Do you remember the Shadows of Evil backlash? You remember how people were like, oh, the, gi the Giants, the way, bro, Shadows sucks, overwhelming. Now it's a top five to people. I mean, you look at Zetsubo, was not received or well. Death Bears, Death Bears, every Easter egg. Death Bears, every Easter egg. Do you remember the Zetsubo backlash? I mean, I had a great time with that. I love Zetsubo. I'm a big fan, mm -hmm. but... We look at Zetsubo, when that map dropped, people didn't like the Easter egg. They were crashing. Uh, they didn't like the ending. I mean, the ending cutscene, obviously, people, people praise, but they didn't like the actual boss fight. Uh, people were playing Dorizon Drag for six months, waiting for Gurad. I, I mean, Revelations wasn't received well either because of the long hunt, the ending cutscene. And the ending, yeah. Bro, Black Ops 3 didn't have a flawless year. On top of that, nothing in between the three-month gaps waiting for map packs. Maybe a mode here and there for multiplayer guns and whatnot, supply drops. Look at where we were then. Look at where we are now. Like people did, um, just the entitlement. People are ungrateful. I mean, it's it's a long discussion. People not remembering what times were actually like, but thinking that they do know and they don't. I mean, they either yeah, weren't it's there. Or... Me off. I can't even enjoy being right about BO4 because now I'm having to argue about Cold War and wait for people to yeah. also come around. <laughs> yeah, wait for people. Yeah, enjoy the the BO4 was good. Trying that's happening yeah. now. It's, like, it's we happening. Know, we know. Like we played it. I already, we enjoyed I, it. We, we, were, we were there, bro. We were staying up. I was up till fucking 7 o'clock in the morning glitching Classified, getting that cutscene. I was sitting there glitching with Glitching Queen herself, fucking Breaking Dead of the Night, getting that. Dude, we, were, we were fucking balling, man, in Black Ops 4. We had a good time. We were fucking having a good time. Uh, one of the one of the one of the most ironic things I ever hear is where people say, "Oh, BO4 and Black Ops Cold War are too easy, uh, zombies wise." And, but then they, then they go play Black Ops Three and be like, "Yo, you want shopping? <laughs> you, you want to play Alcoholic? Yeah, you, you make yeah, sure you the, the gobble gum that just plays the game. You can put the controller down. <laughs> Like, I swear people would do it if there was a couple that just Bro, I, people would use it people would use dude, it dude the, the, the cringe <laughs> man, I, I gotta ask you guys this though man this is a topic I have to bring up with every guest now 
What are your thoughts on what I call the hoax of skill-based matchmaking? I want, I want to hear your thoughts on this shit, man. Let, 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 let's hear it, dude. Somebody go first. I, I think that it's pretty funny because I I enjoy the game because I play people that are around my skill level sometimes <laughs> better than me, but it makes me improve by yeah. actually having a chance, but also learning what these better people do. And people that don't like it, I mean, I'll tell you what, I, here's a hot take on it that I bet nobody's ever said. Yeah. You know how you get these tweets where somebody's like, oh my fucking God, I hate skill-based matchmaking. I just got put in a game with Skump or some pro comp player. <laughs> yeah, right? like, this shit is so stupid. Newsflash, it's yeah. not because you're good and skill-based matchmaking shit on you. It's because Skump is reverse boosting. If you guys will yeah. quit fucking the system up and reverse boost, yeah. you wouldn't be playing with people that, who are 10 times your level. It's not that yeah. you randomly get one good person in your lobby because SBMM sucks. It's called it some dickhead that's been reverse boosted for yeah. fucking the last I, few days. I, I, I will say that. I'm like, look, SBMM is a real thing. There's data and evidence to prove it. I get that. Yeah. When I call it a hoax, because people genuinely believe the system in multiplayer is designed for you to not have a good time. It's like, oh, <laughs> the game is against me. It wants me to get put against assholes. It's like you said, people have broken the system. They're reverse boosting to get their shitty multiplayer gameplays. They're triple yeah. nukes against <laughs> potato handicapped players so they can post it on TikTok and YouTube and whatnot. And, and I still laugh at the fact that people enjoy that kind of content. Is it fun to watch somebody play multiplayer live against players who aren't moving, shooting the goddamn sky? You're dropping a triple nuke. Is that enjoyable content? I guess it is. Just play against bugs. Just it, really it, open combat. I guess it's enjoyable content to watch somebody with a million subs post that on YouTube. I guess that's fine to watch. You More power to you guys. But it's like you said, people are breaking the system, reverse boosting, because they want their, their, their sweaty gameplay. But SPMM has been a thing since literally COD multiplayers existed. I mean, it's confirmed by devs. Unless you want to say they're lying. It's been around. Sure, I Mono said the Black Ops 2 devil was lying that time. He was like, it's not oh, in there. He's like, I literally made it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody, they, I don't think he knew he was a dub, though. He's like, yeah, you, you, you're not right. There was no SDM in Black Ops 2. And the guy's like, I developed Black Ops 2. I fucking made the game. I, it's... I just don't think these people enjoy the game. I just think they enjoy feeling like they're good at the game. Like, Eric, we when we started playing, pretty much started playing multiplayer at the beginning of this game, started playing Fire Team. We were in the lowest SBMN. We're now at the highest SBMN and Fire Team. I still enjoy it. It's sweatier, mm -hmm. but it's still fun because I like the game mode. You like a challenge. Yeah. Damon. Damon's in chat. Buddy Damon's in chat. Damon. Legend. Woods Damon himself. Gotta love him, man. My boy. Absolute legend. He was actually, uh, he mentioned you. We were playing the other night and he's like, yeah, you know who Eric Maynard is? I'm like, do I know who Eric Maynard is? Dude, we like, go yeah. way back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Of course, man. I love man. Damon, man. He's so cool, man. Legend, I'm dude. We got to get some games in later tonight or this weekend, man. We get some fire team going. Damon, see, I, I was so happy that Damon enjoyed fire team because I'm like, I felt like I was in a minority. Like fire team's so good, it's enjoyable. Oh, it's and then, and then you guys started talking about it. I'm like, okay, we got a squad for uh, for, for some dirty bomb. And real quickly, elimination. fire team elimination, baby, oh, battle royale so on fire team maps. I'm like, dude, that that is my go to. It better not be an LTM. I hope it's permanent, but I, I am looking forward to that, dude. Fire team is. Pfft. Treyarch's just masterpiece. Oh, yeah. I think one of the highlights of Cold War that people don't talk about enough, so I hope that uh, Elimination gets received well. But, yeah, in terms of SBMM, it's like, I felt it before, playing with new players, getting easier lobbies, but it's not that simple. I mean, if Damon's a new player in Call of Duty in general, and we play together, he's hosting whatnot. We still get snipe, you know, sweaty snipers, people camping in windows. People also don't remember, it's like, with SBMM, what if it's not SBMM? What if it's players just playing a certain way? What if they're just camping? What if they're playing like scum? What if they're just using broken weapons? Is that SBMM? Or is that just people playing the game a certain way? Like, it, and it just is what it is. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, you just keep playing or you just don't. Like, if you're not having fun, like, just quit Back out of the game. Yeah, if you're not having fun. It's like I say, too. It's like, 
if SPM was so serious, people are claiming that it is, how would nukes be possible then? How would you be able to drop yeah. a 30 kill streak if you're not going against players who suck or whatnot? You're going to get players who suck, some are great. I mean, it's just a balance. When I drop nukes, I do it usually at like 5, 6 a.m. Drop my girlfriend off at work, come home in the morning, try a few lobbies out, less snipers around, so I'll go drop a nuke. When snipers are online, it's a bit harder. That's just that's the way multiplayer goes. <laughs> that's just yeah. the way it goes. Find a better time of the day to play. Like, in certain ways, like, you know, Wings of Redemption, playing COD for like... 10 years he's been camping for 10 years he's still shit at the game like, <laughs> he's been camping for 10 years i i man i, I just I, I call it a hoax in that sense because people literally believe the game is designed to make you have a bad time and i'm like what if other players just suck and are using broken guns they're ruining your experience or reverse boosting that may be the case it's not the game i would, I would pay a million dollars that if every time you had to tweet shit on sbmm they had to show like the last 30 seconds of gameplay or so Cause it'd just be them getting shit on without fail every time. It's just Missing shots. That they lost. Yeah. Fuck without I, fail. Dude. Like there's that one guy, I forget his name. Oh my God. He was, he was like, I'm drunk or whatever afterwards, but he got, got shit on on stream. By oh, the Nero cinema. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the he, Nero just mad. he went on this huge rant on Twitter. Literally just cause somebody just farted on his face in multiplayer. Like he just sucks. That's all yeah. I, I get his argument about, about flinch and snipers. I get that. That's a problem. <laughs> but when you look at just like, I see people literally lose one gunfight and say, Oh, SPMM. Fuck. What if you just lost? What if you lost? What if you weren't it's good okay. enough? Like, there's it's okay. good at the game and better than you and worse than you. That, that's that's what happens, works. man. Okay. That's literally what happens. I'm like, sure, we would all love to get in potato lives. People are shooting the sky and we're just getting free nukes. Cool, but that's, but not, fun. that's not even fun. It, I, I feel like my heart's racing when I'm in like a tough lobby, more machines out, I'm on a 25, I need five more kills, enemies are all over. Dude, it, it, the adrenaline, dude. Not just people standing still. What is that? How is that good background gameplay? It's not. I was going to play zombies. won't shoot me back. Yeah, zombies won't shoot me back. I mean, it, it blows my mind, dude, but uh aside from sbmm i mean this is a complete joke at this point people complaining about that it's like okay what, what do you want activision to do they want them to come out with a blog post and say yeah by the way community uh, we have sbmm in our game you know we just don't want you to have a good time and we're gonna keep it in what do you want them to say screw you it, it's, yeah, it's just literally fuck you and then yeah. it's just the end of the what are they supposed to say about. yeah it's like if they come out with a post saying oh we're removing sbmm what does that actually do not put you against players at your skill so it's more randomized than ever I, what, what will that do? Whatever. What well, does it do? One game. I oh, forget the game. I, th I think it could be Destiny. I could be wrong, but they removed the SBMM, and there's like a thousand posts where it's like, bring back SBMM, like for the next six months. Oh, like, I saw that because they're just getting shit on by fucking random tryhards in every lobby. I saw that, but, dude. Another oh another God. point. Prestige also mentioned. It's so important. COD multiplayer has been around for over a decade. What if players are just getting better? Lobbies get sweatier. That's the evolution of COD no. multiplayer. Yo, it's 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 science. <laughs> it's rocket science. Well, when you were getting Modern Warfare Two, it was like a new thing, and everybody was playing it. People it was a bunch sucked. of dudes. Yeah, but like, yeah, sucked. now there's like a lot more good people than there were at COD. It's a sport; you can literally make money at it. So, like, I guarantee you, there's a lot more people sweating COD than I, there was when there was no benefit to of it other than being a sweat. Of course, um, I mean, I, it, it just God, man, the things I see online are so easily debunked. I mean. It, it's not even worth the time addressing some people sometimes, but I, I get enjoyment when I see somebody out there genuinely saying something wrong or just not, and mm -hmm. just debunking it with a tweet or something. It's, it's, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It, it gets me, my man. Boy, I got to ask Damon while he's in the chat, man. I bet it's crazy, right? To think about that, like, you're going to be in a game with fucking Rambo and John Wayne. That's crazy, bro, right? Like, I yeah. mean, I know you already called it, but man, fucking Rambo's going to be in it. That's fucking crazy. And Woods kind of Let's already was like, like a, a call, bro. Yeah, Woods already is kind of like a, a Rambo of the of the Call of Duty series, yeah. right? He's kind of yeah, a Rambo yeah. in himself. It's actually fucking Rambo. And now, I mean, Woods, imagine ever saying this 10 years ago, you're going to have Woods, Rambo, John McClane, and Captain Price playing zombies. Like, what the fuck? Oh, like, my <laughs> God. We live in society, bro. We, like, this is... 
That's the thing, man. It's like, and, and oh, oh, I, I got to bring up these comments at some point. I, I, I saw Matt's short. He made a, a YouTube short on Operation Charybdis. It's kind of a, a shorter version of the video we made. Um, he had, I, there was comments on that short. I think he removed them now. I was reading them last night. People are like, there's no evidence of this. Charybdis is confirmed in Firebase, bro. And people were, it's in the lore. It's in the lore. And people were also saying like, oh, there's no proof it was Captain Price's father, you know, in Operation Charybdis. I'm like, his name's Jonathan Price, British. Yeah. But like, oh, I couldn't I believe it. was young at the time. Yeah. You, which, yeah, which if, if you're ever arguing with somebody about that and you want to prove him wrong, just tell them in 90% of the versions of the game, that block is censored out. It's blacked out. But in the French version, they forgot to censor it out. And, you and it's, yeah. it's, John it's Price. Jonathan Price. That's one thing. Another thing, too, is like, oh, well, Captain Price in, in Cold War is confirmed to be uh, the Price from Modern Warfare. I'm like, well, that doesn't work timeline-wise. So I won't say that's canon. If we want to make it canon, we'll just say it's Price's father and it works. It checks out well, perfectly. It's like... What, what is he just years old and he looks like that? Like, yes, yeah, same same <laughs> thing with, with Woods being in Warzone. I'll, I'll say it's not canon unless you want to say he's a super old man in, in Verdansk, right? When he came up in the the live event, he'd be what ninety. I mean, <laughs> he should I'll, be the exact same age as like Papa Woods and like Bo Two, like yes. around about that age. Yeah. Except without minus the wheelchair. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, instead of he's still jacked, then he's in Warzone instead of you know being old and crippled and in a wheelchair. I uh, yeah, that, that's the that's <laughs> it's. Holy crap, dude. I mean, the comments I've seen lately with people are like, oh, there's no evidence of that. It's like the evidence is right there. People are like, oh, well, how does it make sense? Mason dies in Cold War, but he's in Black Ops 2. I'm like, what? I'm like, there's a not there's a non-canon ending in Cold War. And they're like, oh, but the moon and somebody else said the moon blow the moon blew up in Black Ops 1 Zombies. How is Verdansk a thing? I'm like, I, I can't I can't even go into that, man. I don't even said crazy. That's good. The brain cells, yeah. dude. Uh it's I don't know, man. I, some people just dumb and say, oh, you can't help them. It's it's not even worth <laughs> trying to explain, man. It, it, you just leave them to it oh, man. God, I love the community. But I think it's time for our favorite segment. What, what do you think? You guys ready? Read some uh, read some juice. Let's play our uh, favorite intro there. Let's do it. Who are these people? And gotta love that intro from prestigious key man absolute legend who did the audio for the intro once again shout out to him his link is down below gotta love prestige and i had my boy uh animated intro for that had to do it literally who are these people so starting off with let's get some youtube comments going and then actually actually you know we'll start with what cal sent me because that's actually that's hilarious we'll start with cal sent me he sent me a really funny tweet oh my god i'm laughing at this this is in response to the outbreak announcement today world at war DLC 2 adds Dog Rounds and Wonderwaff. BO1, DLC 2 adds Bosses. BO2, do I need to say anything? I guess he's referring to Mob of the Dead. BO3, Zetsubo introduces to the character's feelings and many new ways to play and the mini-boss. Even BO4 had a large map with many steps. So... <laughs> Zetsubo invented feelings. Let's go. Yeah, there was no feelings. Nobody felt anything prior to Zetsubo. I, I felt um, something when Zetsubo came out, for sure. I did feel something very strongly. I, um, yeah, I definitely felt some feelings with that, man. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, DLC 2 and Black Ops 4, Ancient Evil, as great as that map was, people still didn't respond to it because it's chaos. It wasn't either. I, yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says. DLC 2 being something different in Cold War, being an Outbreak, massive open-world experience, I'm so game for that. I think after all said and done with Outbreak, quests, side Easter eggs, this and that, that is the equivalent of an actual map. But I, I, the tweet's hilarious, man. I mean, you said World of War DLC 2 adds dog rounds. So are you saying are you saying dog rounds are better than an Outbreak experience? I mean, <laughs> what are you trying yeah. to say with that comment? No, let's go. We can kill dogs. We can kill dogs, dude point he's trying to make like 
there, there's no like thread through. I, I don't get what the point of the whole thing is. It's just like, so confusing. Like, yeah, say something. Yeah, I mean, when you say something like the your gameplay is shit, watching somebody drop nukes and reverse boost the lobbies is boring. I'm like. I, I, I'm a huge advocate for not reverse boosting, so I guess it, it's not possible for someone to be good at the game anymore. It's Everyone's cheating, right? That's like that's that's one mm -hmm. comment that uh, I see pretty often lately. You small-time zombie YouTubers sure do know how to stretch an extremely small amount of information that we've already gotten into long-ass videos. 98% speculation, 2% fact. I found this one funny because I think this was a video where we talked about the Wonderfish machine, uh, some outbreak teasers, and I'm like... <laughs> There's timestamps, bro. <laughs> Not even a zombies channel. I make one zombies video a week, so I make whenever I make a zombies video, I purposely make them longer since I'm wrapping up a lot from that week. Also, the new quests that were discovered and or, or not the new quests, but cipher that got solved in Gorak Krovi, Black Ops Four, uh, guitar Easter egg, whatnot. Went through quite a bit, so yeah, it's a longer video for a reason. There's a lot to talk about. Um, no new zombie maps in season one. Cool, and it's I, I love the profile picture on this guy. It's <laughs> the dog profile oh, picture. <laughs> Firebase season one, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Since, Not yeah. Season one, except for the one that was. Yeah. Except for Firebase, except for like all the Onslaught maps. I love the special rules that people make. You'll see that shit in comments all the time. They'll be like, there has been no content for Cold War Zombies. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah. Like, and I list a bunch of shit. They're like, well, that, I don't count that. Oh, no, oh they don't count that. You can't. Like, that, like, you they don't they get to make the rules, bro. They make the rules, bro. Uh, I don't give a shit. Like, this guy said, bro, F and Outbreak Easter Egg. Outbreak is half-ass. Uh, shake my head. Where are the survival maps? Tweaking. I'm like, I guess you don't play Onslaught? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you must not have a PlayStation? I, I don't know. The survival maps are right there. There's about 10 of them ready for you. Um. Ooh. I appreciate you, DK, but why are you being a bit of a puss? Why not just show us every image you have? The chance of Activision finding out is very slim. Or make a second channel for images. So this was talking about when I went to that guy's Twitter. Moron. Yeah, the, the Twitter. What's that guy's Twitter? Um, I think his name's Do Trust Me. He has the, the elite images of Zoo and all the early alpha build bullshit. So I was talking about that in the video. I'm like, hey, Zoo's out there. Gameplay, you know, was, was posted, whatnot. To say that Activision won't see that, of course they're going to see that. They pretty much see everything. I was told they have a, a division at Activision that just goes through content, goes through content creators to see, you know, what's being talked about, finding leaks, striking people. Of course they're going to see that. Make a second channel for images. What? Go, go on the no, guy's Twitter. See that. Go on the guy's Twitter. <laughs> like, literally just look it up. I found that. That was so funny. Um, yes. Oh, oh, oh my god, this is another topic we're going to talk about. Trash of Duty is truly second to Battlefield. Shake my head, lame characters to lazy to make new content for games. Lol, Lucad, Rip, Lol, shake my head. God, I love that you hear that one every year. Tell me more. I hear this one. I... Easter egg with the stairs in Battlefield 4 <laughs> or whatever the fuck. I, do, do, we, do we not hear this every Battlefield? Oh, dude, COD's dead. COD's fucked. This is it, bro. To, to the moon with Battlefield, bro. I can't wait till Tom Henderson shows a flipbook and the, the COD community dies after Tom Henderson tweets a flipbook of the Battlefield trailer. He well, did just quit yeah. immediately. It's over with. Well, he confirmed that. I swear to God, he said that. He did say that. I, the the Battlefield. People think they are, bro. Like, you tweet stuff about Call of Duty. Whoop de fuck. Like, yeah, the, like, the, the whole Battlefield argument, though, it really gets me because I'm like, I don't know how many times it's been said, but like, oh, no, this year's the one. World War II is not going to, it's going to flop, dude. This year's the one. Battlefield 6 is going to take Please, bro. Can both games just coexist? Activision is on a different they're level. Fine. They're not even the, the same. Like, they're they're nowhere like, near the same. two different crowds. Way, like, my dad will play Battlefield because he likes to walk around and snipe people like from a million miles away like a real sniper. If but, Modern no. Warfare, slow-paced-ass multiplayer, Ground War, if that's your style... Battlefield might be the game for you. Go go try it. But Activision's probably not gonna be they're not gonna even be touched financially, player base wise by Battlefield, like I promise you.
Let Battlefield be successful. Even if Battlefield makes three times what COD makes, three CODs come out per Battlefield. So it's like whatever. Like, yeah. COD still makes more money. Yeah. Battlefield's not a yearly cycle either. Uh, dude, have you seen the post by Call of Duty News? It's a Warzone post, but behind the characters, there is the bus, the famous one, the zombies one, dot, 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 transit. So transit invented the bus, by the way, and invented hats. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing, invented hats. one thing to remind you guys of. Uh, I went over something specific from a bundle called In the Sticks. It might be what he's referring to, maybe not. There's a bundle where. It's a bus with bloody hands on it. I'm not saying it's transit, but there's there's tombstone and some zombie-related items in that bundle. So I'm like, hmm, maybe it's maybe it's hinting at stuff because bundles have teased content in the past. Calling cards do. Mm. I brought it up mm. just as a what if, but no one was saying, oh yeah, transit confirmed. It's confirming the bundle. I made very clear that yeah, that's not the case. But maybe that's what he's talking about with that. But like you said, uh, Ted invented hats. I, th- I think people were talking about that with uh, the, yeah, ma- the main the main menu on the zombie, yeah, the, the beta. Yeah. Soviet Ted. Soviet Ted. Um, oh my God. Uh, so they're okay with just re- releasing stupid ass bundles instead of actual content. Treyarch has fallen yeah. so far. People forgot there's a different department that works on cosmetics, right? Uh, they don't work on maps and fucking. <laughs> yeah, so say, okay, everybody drop Berlin. Adler needs a new hat. <laughs> everybody needs a new hat. Trump. Yeah. So. This guy thinks everyone's like, oh yeah, stop working on, <laughs> stop working on Zombies <laughs> DLC. Get those shirts out, man. Get those camels. in. What these people think, like game dev actually is, like I'd love they to don't have know a day in their mind, like to have any idea. Zero clue. <laughs> yeah, zero clue. Um, oh, this one, this one's good. Uh, the first part is almost exactly what Mr. Dalek JD said nine hours ago. Even some of the same images, whom? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of went over the same blueprint that Treyarch released on their Twitter. I don't know what Dalek has to do with that, but oh um, my, I'm fucking hilarious. It is the same image. It is the same image, unless I made it up. I mean, it is the same. Good call, dude. Treyarch did not give me a special image just to cover on my channel. Yeah, just, just for me, bro. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm exclusive, dude. They send you a puzzle piece of the thing. They send me a Pawn Takes Pawn piece that I, I, I wasn't home to even grab. Somebody was on vacation that week, too. It was so fucking funny. I think some content creator, it was, it was exclusive oh. ace or somebody. They went on vacation when the marketing campaign started. And they fucking sent it to... Truck does something cool, they always fuck it So, that was hilarious, bro. Um, Oh, bro, be real and do a video about there being no anti-cheat whatsoever in Call of Duty. Did we just get 500,000 people banned today? Charlie Insel confirmed? Let me pull that up real quick. 30,000 today and then like something crazy um, in total. I mean, it's just easy to make a Warzone account and get on it for free and just cheat. Free to play is the problem. Like an hour or two on Black Ops Call of Duty, you get caught. I'm pretty sure people have been banned in Warzone for opening Calculator.exe. Like, it's too strong, if anything. Confirmed. 500,000 accounts banned in total in Warzone. 30,000 just yesterday alone. That's insane, dude. So I see, I see too much stuff about people are like, oh, I need to add anti-cheat. I'm like, there is an anti-cheat. No shit. There's a, every game is an anti-cheat. It might not be a great anti-cheat. Free to play might be really harming the ability to have an anti-cheat, but that's the way the game goes. People are scumbags. Start, start complaining to the people actually cheating instead of like, looking at the anti-cheat and say, oh, there's only so much they can do to prevent assholes in the community, bro. It's like, what? you know what I mean? So... It, oh my god! I've never, I've never even ran into a cheater. I've played a decent amount of Warzone. I've, I've never seen a couple, but one. nothing where it's like the game's unplayable. Like what? I see I, people say that shit. I mean, I don't play Warzone that much, so I wouldn't know. But I see people say that shit all the time. I'm like, wow, because I never. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I also kind of suck. They're so seeing shit that we're not seeing, bro. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, please don't use the Outbreak Objective song. It is a stupid song. Even when I play Outbreak, I listen to Spotify because the Objective songs are really bad. Oh man! First of all, Ao. Second of all, don't tell me what to do. 
<laughs> Telling me what soundtracks to use on my videos, bro. I'm like, I, I try to change it up a bit. I use there's so many tracks to use from Cold War, Warzone. I change it up all the time. And then zombies, I use some, you know, certain tracks, but Damn, dude, you don't like the music that much? I'm like, bro, Brian Tui, Kevin Sherwood, fucking anybody working on music at, at Treyarch is god tier, in my opinion. The sound just me. department. Sound department's just pfft, I don't unmatched. think I've ever took an L. Never. No matter how good the game was, arguably, or why ever. No L's on those, music. Those some bitches are killing it without fail. I think Bell's theme was uh, terrible, though. What? Just kidding. I'm yeah, I was just, <laughs> that better be your fucking ringtone, bro. There's no way. It's, yeah, I was gonna say. I'm showing on his lyrics. I didn't forget that they said they're gonna release them. I, yeah. I will continue to tweet yeah, people and ask for it. I, I, I'm on the fence of saying Cold War is the best soundtrack in Call of Duty history. Next to like it's fucking Black Ops it's One, Black Ops One, but Black Ops Four. Are fucking oh, I love Chaos soundtrack too. Chaos soundtrack mm -hmm. um, from all those maps. Every track uh, from Alpha Omega, banger. Would, Literally every I track. I sell my soul to let us get the Warzone mixtape things and the music to play on the main menu so I can listen to like yeah, that, Duran Duran and shit. Bro, on the solo. Oh. I, I, that's just, this guy said, I bro, this man has made. This guy said, bro, this man has made the same video pretty much for the past two weeks, and I'm like, how does that? How does that work when I'm going over new marketing and new teasers? How is it the same video for the past two weeks? Yeah, a little confused on uh, on how it's the same video, but more power to you, my guy. Oh, this is good. Here, I'll save you all some time. Just outbreak. They added. They're adding boredom to boredom. Not, no new round base map for another four months. The guy replied, "While they are putting the outbreak Easter egg and outbreak, who would have guessed? Also, not going to be four months till next map. But stay mad." <laughs> like, I'm. So, so the guy's like, "I'll save you a click." Instead of watching this video that goes over other things, about ten other things, I just want to tell you guys there's no new map. And I'm like. Is my channel based around survival maps, round based experiences? I'm like, of course, talk about that. said, you're going to be left in the dust if that, if like if you're if you're in your mind if you've re resided yourself to this only survival maps counts content. I don't give a shit about anything else, and that's all I'm going to play. You're about you're in for a rough fucking <laughs> couple years of years, yeah. I'd say, uh, yeah, <laughs> not going to be fun to be you. I would probably find something else to do. Yeah, you should dust off that BO3 disc. You're going to yeah. figure out what dust, your eyes and drive you're getting. Well, you use my Steam. You can family share it. I own it. Yeah. <laughs> um, holy shit. Th this one guy... Right, I'll go through this one. This guy said... Oh, this person's been harassing. So I should ban this person. Stop saying maybe. If you don't know, shut the fuck up. And I'm like... So if I, re if, if I read something that isn't very clear, like a teaser for a poster or, or you know, whatever it is, and I say, oh, maybe it's for this, maybe it's for that... Do I have the right to do that? Like, <laughs> no, silent. Upload a silent video when you talk about the teasers. You just show yeah. the picture and that's it. No audio. I might, I might no, as well make Lucas in the chat. Lucas in the chat. Oh, Lucas, legend himself, Vice Squad Base, man. The man, the man. Trail getting Trent Reznor. Oh, oh go, ahead, go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read it. I was gonna say Trail getting Trent Reznor for being his main thing will never be taught for me. Cold War's mm -hmm. easy second. Yeah, I agree. Fair that's enough. Kind of Fair enough. Trent Reznor's the shit. Yeah. Yeah. He said, anyway, why you play with aim assist of PlayStation? Don't do that, please. <laughs> what the fuck? hard, man. Come on, man. I can't play with my controller, Shit, bro. Man. Come on. Man. Oh my god. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, video was. I love the video was pointless, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure a twenty. I'm sure you watched a twenty minute video in full and said that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, who are you to talk junk about other YouTubers? And th this is funny that he said this because I brought up a tweet and I think it was two days ago a video I made. Noah J tweeted R for Rick Toffin. All I said was Noah's probably oh. joking. He was probably joking or whatever, but here's why this joke is bad for 
parts of Zombies community. It wasn't junking on Noah. I was just saying, this is why the tweet has a negative effect after people see it. People are not understanding it's Ravenoff. People are not understanding, you know, Richtofen's dead. And people are like, oh, you're junking on Noah. I'm like, no one's junking on Noah. I'm like, excuse me for, for you know, uh, criticizing your almighty saints content creator that you probably donate hundreds of dollars to every stream. Like, my bad, Yeah, bro. I think, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, saying as long as you're not like really antagonizing somebody i think we should hold yeah. each other responsible for shit. i would expect the same to be done for me if i did something that had yeah. a consequence for somebody to say hey man i don't think this was necessarily the best way to go about this this is the kind of consequences it has or whatever yeah and tell me that That's I, mean, I don't have to take it into account but good intentions we, we should be able to have that conversation and not yeah. I, that doesn't people, mean like oh such and such is a terrible person or whatever the fuck well, th those people, people will be those people will be the shit. first they'll be the first to criticize you all smaller people they'll, they'll be like oh f you you're garbage kill yourself but then for these larger multimillionaires, oh no they can't do it they can't do any wrong it's like all right that's the way you want to think but i was held accountable when i made a mistake and I, a couple of videos ago I, I i was talking about bundles and i mixed up a couple of guns i said this was that this was this it wasn't a big deal i made a mistake we're all human we fucked up but people out there were like, oh, by the way, it was this. I'm like, okay, thank you for respectfully telling me. Other people out there were fuming. Oh, my God, you mixed up the MP5 for the KSP. How dare you? Know your shit, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm like, dude, it's just a skin. Jesus Christ. God, the man over a skin. Uh, what else we got? DK's the go at making full videos full of useless information. Matters got nothing uh -huh. on you, my guy. All jokes aside, I really think he just likes hearing himself talk. I mean, without naming any names, I'm like... Comparing me to channels who literally copy my content on a daily basis. I mean, that, that's that's one thing. But to say the useless information, I'm like, yo, there's new video, there's new information to talk about almost every day with Call of Duty. So I'll make a video about it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. It's like it's yeah. that simple, dude. To say it's I'm useless. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm so. I was gonna say I'm sorry for nodding while you said that. He just said DK's to go, and I nodded, and then he started saying more shit, and I stopped. He had you there for a second. It was too late. I was with him. Heads in the first half. I was like, I can agree on that. Um, no, man, I appreciate that. But it's like, the thing is, it's like, you consider it useless, but the channel's growing. People are showing a lot of support, you know, positively dropping comments. I'm sure it's not useless to about 95% to watch this video. So whatever, you know, subjective. I mean, it's, it's news. Not everyone. It's like you go and watch like the actual news. It's like one thing might be relevant to you, you know, one or two things. And everything else is just whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Especially when covering every mode as well. You might not care about multiplayer Warzone. I'm still going to talk about it. Skip it with the timestamps. I'm not forcing you to sit in a chair yeah. and glue your eyes to a TV to watch it all. It's like, dude, skip it. Yeah. Um, this dude literally is trying so hard to be a Zombies content creator. Stick to multiplayer and snore zone, pal. You're not doing Zombies players and any service with bad takes like, quote-unquote, we want transit and, quote-unquote, we need to let go of the past. I never said. <laughs> I, I I never said we want transit. So like get, move on. Yeah, yeah. I, I never said we want transit. I'm, I'm saying if we get it, we get it. Cool. But I did say let go of the past because they're offering something that you should probably give a chance because it's going in the direction that we've never seen before. Definitely let go of the past. What is sticking around with the past going to do for you in terms of content? But yeah, I'm I'm not doing zombies favors any any uh, any service by saying that. My apologies, but okay. Uh, this guy clearly speaks for the entire zone. Yeah, he speaks to everybody, bro. He, only he can speak, man. It's like, and again, I'm not even trying to be a zombies content creator. I make about one one or two zombies videos a week because I enjoy zombies, but I don't think zombies to me is suitable for daily content. I like making daily content, so that's why I, I throw in a zombies video at least once well, a week. There's not enough. There, yeah. You'd have to do all three to have enough content to make some every day, and that's fine. It's what I like to do. Content's a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's not for everybody, man. It's, it's hard to, to keep up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still the same game, game, so. Yeah, this man is trying to, to diss Noah J, basically saying he can't make jokes about the old storyline. I'm like, I literally say in the video verbatim, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at a joke, but <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're precious. There is he, he's heard like the first few seconds of pause. Yeah, comment. Oh, I, I got, I got you there. Cold War Zombie is absolutely trash. Even Black Ops Four is better than this. Lol, Outbreak sucks. No one likes it. 
Perfect comment, bro. Perfect comment. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Back to, backtracking on BO4, who we probably bashed. Uh, he probably bashed it when it was out and saying Outbreak's dead. No one likes it. Number say well, otherwise, I mean, bro. This, this Viper Killer A on YouTube obviously has access to all the statistics. So, you know, I don't think we can really argue with him, you know? Yeah. Cold this guy really knows what's going Cold War's dead, played it so effing much till season three dropped, but it's the same crap since months. No new content. They killed the game. Okay. <laughs> they killed the game, whatever. I guess seasons don't mean much to them. Uh Oi mate, DK, I don't know about yay, but I'll pay five quid for the OnlyFans. I love to see the wires of Elgato. Kind of hmm. a strange comment. That's a good deal. I would have I would have tipped All that. Right. All right. <laughs> five dollars for the OnlyFans of my just taking pictures of my capture card. Okay. Yeah. Honorable mentioned Pax ratio. That's what Sean said. Yeah, Pax got ratio to my Discord the other day. That was funny. Uh, nothing but BS on here. Get to the point. There's no zombie map leaks. I'm like, this isn't a zombies video, a zombies channel, or anything to do with zombie leaks. So I don't know what you came onto a, a season three reloaded video asking about zombie leaks. I'm like, okay. But <laughs> none, none of that was mentioned in the video. Lastly, I'm walking into a bank and being like, where's the goddamn cheeseburgers? Yeah, it's li literally what that was. Literally. Uh, last comment. This man has made 20 plus effing videos saying season three reloaded this and that. Like at this point, man, you're just being a content farm every time something new happens. Stop making reloaded videos every effing day. It's coming out in a week and we know what it has to offer. Holy crap. Plus, most of this video doesn't even have to do with reloaded because there's nothing else to talk about. I'm like, literally all i can say is who the fuck are these people with these comments man it blows my mind i'm telling you how to do your content telling you what to talk about it's like okay um plus making daily content it's my full-time job of course when something gets confirmed we're going to talk about it I, I i oh my god these comments bro but anyway unless you guys have something else you want to include in this hilarious segment then that should conclude this week's who are these people but let me know if anything else you could think of the top of your head that you've seen as of lately feel free to bring it up little more of the same you know it, it's uh, people just, just all say the same shit i've just yeah yeah you, you get tired of it after a while um it all <laughs> uh anything in chat that has to get removed uh i think so. was there any spam in the chat i think argument in chat let me see uh, yeah some guys play never gonna give you up or whatever i think that's it to be fair, all he does is talk, bro. I'm like, I think that's what a commentary is, right? When I when I record, I'm just talking, right? <laughs> You're yeah. talking too much. I'm like, Dude, w w w I don't know. I I'm not bringing you the content you want to watch. Why watch me? I, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Uh, anyway, aside from these goofy-ass comments, we also have something that I wanted to bring up that's... I mentioned a bit in a video this past week, but the ghost actor Jeff Leach being fired from the Call of Duty franchise. So... I, I guess I'll say, you know, in today's climate, I wouldn't be taking any risks, especially if I'm under contract or celebrity streaming. I'd be very careful with anything that I mentioned. So I, I would say the, the quote unquote savageness of his comments that, that surfaced on the Internet. I'd be crapping myself if I had said those things thinking that, yeah, I'd be fine. You know, <laughs> I mean, you talk about cancel culture as it is. I wouldn't take any risk with anything like that, especially with the circumstances of who he was speaking to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what could have been expected out of that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? First, we'll start with Fajardi. What do you think about uh, Jeff Leach getting cut off from Call of Duty? Um, I mean, I never I never really... Uh, I, it's not like I... I didn't play Modern Warfare a lot, so I, I, don't, I didn't really care about Ghost to begin with. So it was kind of just like, oh, he, he did that and he's receiving backlash for it. I wonder why. 
<laughs> I wonder yeah. why he's doing backlash for it. Right. So, and then, uh, what do you guys think? I feel like it, it, it's, you know, it, especially into, you know, the very heated climate of the day, I feel like people are very quick to jump and say, oh, yeah, you know, it's like he's been cancelled because it was, you know, he said it to like a, a female streamer or whatever. But honestly, I think even if he said it to a guy, I think it was just very, like, it's just unprofessional, isn't it? It's just, yeah, it's, it's... like, imagine you're, you're someone's boss and you see like one of your employees just bad mouthing, you know, someone in a public right. space. You just have to sit there and kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, it just feels very unprofessional, like regardless of the context, it's just a very unprofessional yeah. situation. It seems like to me at least. <laughs> and the thing, the, the thing with the whole, with with that situation, really, to me is like I, I've been fortunate enough to play and, and do streams with actual voice actors, right? Damon Victor Allen, MJ Crazer, okay. great people out there. I would hate for anybody to lose their job, but I, you know, whenever we speak, I'm like, yeah, just I always give them advice, right? If they're not too social media savvy, just be really careful with with, with everything because yeah. we don't want anything to happen to anybody. I don't want anybody to lose their job, but. People out there in society have to realize there's a difference between accountability and cancel culture. And and, and with accountability, yeah. I, I think yeah. that I think I think there's a big line to draw where it's one thing where you're criticizing somebody or one thing where you're calling something out or, or keeping it real. Another thing to really put someone down and to say mm. inappropriate things that are very cancel worthy in this in this day and age. So it, yeah, it, it's kind of a, a no brainer, right? It's like oh that happened. I think right there's like an obvious difference like cancel culture when it's bad or whatever is when it's some shit some guy said like 10 years ago yes or whatever the fuck yes. like where you were just looking for something that that person said it was nothing about like whereas him i don't know the, the girl but from what i understand she had started it or whatever instigated some of the shit whatever it don't matter dude just why the fuck would you do that yeah like, you gotta be the bigger stream, person sometimes like you just gotta let it go man if you want to get into it with this bitch and dms it's one thing but to be in the middle of your stream and say some shit Life, like that, yeah. like especially when you you're the face of COD. If you're if you're gonna make your career off, I'm I play Ghost. I'm Ghost. <laughs> Come on, let me play Call of Duty because I'm Ghost. Yeah, be expect to be held responsible for being Ghost or whatever. The same thing. I'm sure MJ knows. He's when he says Stitch is playing Warzone, he don't get on there and start saying a bunch of shit that wouldn't yeah. be. I don't even think he, he swears. Back, I, I don't yeah. think he, do, he doesn't. He doesn't swear. If he did switch, Stitch swears in the game. It's what. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, he doesn't say any shit that Cobb would want. They're going to just dump you. Any companies like that. Like, yeah. there's a difference in and, cancel culture and like. Right. What are you doing? Just, why the fuck <laughs> Literally, what are you doing? No, and, and, and that's it's the, not even that he's a bad guy. He just, I think he just got pissed off and like just. And he, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. I mean, everybody yeah, gets caught up sometimes. We all slip off. We say something we shouldn't have said. I mean, that happens. But in, in the in the realm of being under contract, being a public figure, that's when I would say you really yeah. have to watch your shit. I mean, and especially the comments that were made specifically. Like, even though you could say, oh, well, she started it or she was causing drama in the chat. I get it, right? Sometimes chat gets to you, but... In that sense, it's like, dude, no one is safe from accountability. And people say, oh, no one's safe from cancel culture. Sure, but accountability is more important than that. Accountability with just speaking well, that even, way, it's unprofessional. Even so. if you wanted to call her out, there was just a lot of a better ways to go about even vocally calling her out and saying, stop staring drama in the chat, I'm going to ban you or whatever. Like, you are representing called like, I get people saying, even in this chat, people are like, I don't think you should get fired for it. It's not my fucking call to make. I don't it, think it it's not any of our calls. So if, if I had to choose, I would that, say I don't want anyone to lose their job. I don't want anybody to lose their living. I want everybody yeah, to be successful. I don't want anybody I want to thrive. To get fired, but act, yeah. it's Activision. They're going to do it. It don't really make a fuck that, what any of us think. Like if they, if you even give them a reason, bro, they want nothing. Like 
they don't want no reason to get no more negative press than they've already got. And all yeah. it takes is some journalist running with some bullshit like that to run a smear campaign on call it. You know, some Kotaku I mean, journalists get butthurt about that shit, write a big article, and it's a front page of, like, every big YouTube news person is talking about it. Oh, my God, COD guy is sexist, and they don't do anything. Yeah. You, you really just... Jesus. We're the girl familiar. did say far worse things, but, dude, by the way, I see what he's saying. The girl does... I think the girl, from what I've seen, that she said she would not be able to do anything either. But what I'm saying is she's yeah. not fucking ghost. Yeah, no, if she said something. Call of Duty. Yeah, if, if it, she worked for Activision and said that shit that she said, I've seen those clips, they'd fucking fire her too. Yeah, it's it, not the same. If like, she, yeah, if she said things that were inappropriate or need to be, you know, addressed or whatnot, I'm all game for having accountability for her too. But like you said, this is about a major public figure, Ghost himself, the actor. So, of course, you know, more attention is going to be on this. But. It's like you brought up with, you know, Kotaku and whatnot. We all know what the YouTube adpocalypse is, right? So what happened with that, which is that certain channels were breaking terms of service, being inappropriate, saying politically unacceptable things. I mean, that all leads to the downfall of YouTube, the adpocalypse. Advertisers pull out. Every content creator doing it full time will suffer because of it. That could be applied to Call of Duty, where, like you said... Kotaku can make an article. Somebody can address, hey, we have an actor. We have so-and-so working for Activision saying X, Y, and Z. Boycott the franchise. And then Activision stock drops. Activision stops investing in Call of Duty. The franchise can go downhill because of something one person said. It's that simple because of the climate we live in with social media, the media. I mean, I mean that's mm. just the way it goes. So think of it from a YouTube apocalypse perspective. That Yeah, Call of Duty can literally suffer because of one man's words. So yeah, accountability is a real thing. Um, but... Not our call to make. We don't, we don't want to wish termination on anybody. We want everybody to be yeah. successful. Everyone to you know make a name for themselves, be a, a voice actor, stream. But something like that, it's like <laughs> really not surprised in the, the day that, that that happened. But you know, um, yeah, it sucks. And it I, sucks. I don't. I, don't I, it sucks. I, I think the people who like push for him to get fired for that, they're shitty too. That's whatever you should. Yeah, have that to happen. It's yeah. like it's one thing to say, hey, you know, someone should apologize. Someone should take responsibility for something. It's one thing to say. Fire this person, have them get terminated. Fuck them. They're living. That that that's crossing the line. You know, accountability versus cancel culture. Like I said, is a real thing. You know, what what kind of karma is that to wish harm on somebody else? You know, taking away their livelihood. That just come on. It's, yeah, it's, like he, I, I feel bad that people went after him and he gave him ammunition. He gave him exactly what they needed to actually do something. And I feel bad for that. That sucks. But yeah, so, somebody in chat brought up Athos versus Drifter. That's another example, right? Where I didn't agree with. Nick Merck striking a thoughts for making fun of his thumbnails, but I'm not going to go and defend a thoughts for sending escorts and hookers to drifters house. Like that, that that's two different things. Right. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. it's ironic that we were defending a thoughts for a second when the whole Nick Merck striking thing happened. I was like, Hey, that's not right. A couple of days later, the drifter story dropped. I'm like, Oh hell no. How do you defend that? You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, and well, I, that's I, what I'm I, saying, especially now that the guys even said that, like, oh, yeah, he told me you'll be able to keep all the subs and stuff and like or, or whatever. I'll just get the Twitch money, but you'll be able to keep all the tension. Or, yeah. Like, I, he gassed his kid up to do that shit. That's messed up. Like that. I, and that's an example, too. That, that's definitely not cancel culture. That's accountability for something fucked up that happened. That's illegal. And, and illegal. Yeah, on top of that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like these kinds of situations that just no winners in it. Everyone Everyone loses. loses. Yeah. He's like, well, Drifter acting so scared. Jesus Christ, if you seen a guy with a gun to my house, I'd be pretty scared of you. I wouldn't want anything to do with you. I'd probably I, I, I call the feel, police. I just feel bad because I know Drifter made videos before, and you know, I respect him a lot, and I know he, he made videos before saying, like, oh, you know, I've had sponsorships and brand deals uh, canceled because of the climate of this trolling, you know, uh, and I won't, I won't go into specifics, but 
things that were said about him that weren't true. That was being brought up at big brand deals. He's lost, I think, sponsors before because of shit like that. Just that that energy and that climate. I'm like, that's fucked up, man. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous, but... It's pure jealousy, though. It's, it's always ridiculous. people who are, yeah. like, at the bottom of the food chain and not getting anything and just want to bring other people down. It's so, horrible. It's man. always that. It's, it's, sad, it's sad to see, man, but... Like I said, chat, moral of this whole ghost actor being fired, it's really just accountability. It's something that we didn't wish on anybody. We, it wasn't our call anyway, but mm -hmm. figured we'd bring it up. It is Call of Duty related. It's, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's just unfortunate. I hope, I hope yeah. you know, they can figure something out. We'll see what happens, but um, oh, that's... for Jeff. Yeah, sucks for Jeff now. But as far as I thoughts goes, rip Bozo. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's even like the whole thing with, with EDP and whoever it was that they caught him up and made that video with them. Oh my God. I, I think the irony dude. is that everybody in that situation lost. They all got struck off YouTube, all got terminated. Yeah, but turns out both of them were pedophiles and both got canceled. Yeah. Dude, so we all benefited as the world. Yeah. The pedophiles that, that, that's an example, too, of where yeah, literally yeah. The, the person who accused the other of so and so also got canceled. It's like, literally accountability it's like and i have no i have no issue with removing scum of the earth off the platform like dude that makes you to a better place prevents an apocalypse one person accuses like someone of doing something and it's it's like some elaborate cover because they themselves like in almost any <laughs> I, situation dude the, the, even in the call of duty community you see people out there like oh this and i've seen this set about eric i've seen this i've seen, I've seen the, the, this this divide right you know we have leakers and data miners saying oh eric's a bad person this and that I'm like, why? And then they'll, they'll name things that they themselves are. I'm like, what? <laughs> you, you'll see that. I mean, you've been in a fair share of threads yourself, Eric, on Twitter with people out there that... Oh, yeah, really and, recently, a bunch of kids started calling me a racist because I said the Ray Gun Mark II leak wasn't real. And I got their feelings. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was like a week of that. Like, I just muted people, so I didn't see it. But I know like, other people would say, There's, I still see that. It's that that image, by the way, was hilariously bad. I mean, I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. It, it was an image of the Mark II in action on Outbreak, and I'm like, you could tell that wasn't real. Uh, let me see what video I put it in. I, I, yeah, I it just looks like it's made by a 14 year old or something. I mean, people that want oh here I found it. I mean, oh man, I, I just I always look at it. I'm like, who are these people that have so much time on their hands to fake things like that? Where is the enjoyment from it, knowing that it's not true, knowing that people are going to eventually discover that you know, it wasn't real. You get exposed as a dumbass. Like, where do you win? How do you win in that situation? I, I don't get it. At least, mm. like, the fake leaks in the Black Ops 2 days were, like, everyone knew they were fake. And, and it was fun. We used to joke about it. We used to joke about things like that. You know, fake map pack images. Those are the days of when leaks were funny. But now people yeah. have genuinely gone too far with a lot of these things. I mean, there was fake images not too long ago of, like, Berlin, a double tap machine and whatnot. I had Lucas recreate that scene for a thumbnail. It was hilarious. Uh, and, and look at that, that image it was a custom map. So when you put the cold war HUD on and passed it off as Berlin, it was a reasonably, a reasonably well put together fake, but still why waste your time making that? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> what, yeah. what do you get out of that? <laughs> what is there to be accomplished from it? You know, uh, but looking at some other topics we had written down before we get into some, you know, secret storyline, Easter eggs and whatnot, let's just dive into a bit of nostalgia. We kind of touched on it already, but when it comes to nostalgia, man, how, how do you feel that there is a rich story being told right now from Craig Houston? He's beautifully telling the story in a different way. People are still stuck on Rick Toffin, The Great War, Shadow Man this, Shadow Man that. I'm like, stuff that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, what's up What's up with the, with, with the nostalgic cringe going on with our story? I'll let Eric start with this one because I know he's got a lot to say. It yeah. flabbergasts me. Like, it's not even that, like the old shit was bad or whatever, but like it's... It's not that good. It's it's whatever. Like, the old shit is fine, but then we got to move on. And, like, if anything, we're on the precipice of some of the biggest shit in the world. And instead, people are all like, 
I want to go back and play Shadows of Evil again. Like, that's fine. You can do that. But I think to even compare anything pre-Black Ops 3 at all to anything modern is like a joke. Like, literally a joke. It's not even worth conversation. Black Ops 3, it's fine. But that system was just super flawed because it was built on top of all that old stuff. And this this has been, you know, Black Ops 4 was them trying, fresh to, start. trying to, like, make something new, trying to rebuild it up. And then they kind of learned what was up with that and moved on but like even the idea of the story getting compared that shit pisses me off because it's like people are like oh it's all show not tell fucking that's literally the, the thing's always been radios but now you can just listen to them in the menu and that, that made it so much different people that say um, that pretty much like confirm ridiculous. for themselves that they entered the community through black ops 3 all oh, cutscenes 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 we didn't have that back then when the story was being told black ops 1 and 2 we didn't have that you know that's the backface story was so dead in black ops 3 there was nothing to theorize about or talk about like everybody knew that I I, 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 I always see Cal's tweet about like how flawed the Cronorium plot was and, and Dr. Monty and whatnot, all that oh. kind of being this like this uh what's the word I'm thinking of? Yeah, they built up the thrill for three games and blew the load and made it kind of dumb. Um it was like whatever, but like it the real was something we were all caught up in for like three games or two yeah. for the for three games. Yeah, World of War, Black Ops One, Black Ops yeah. Two. Yeah, and the whole McGuffin kind of side plot too, with yeah. you know just finding ways to explain things that need to be. I I, I always felt. We didn't need an explanation for where the perks and the wall buys came from. It's like making mm. that, canonizing that to me was unnecessary, but having Monty step in and you know what? It's like, whatever, everyone has a different opinion on Monty and, and, and his role and whatnot. But the fact that they kind of cut that short and, you know, said, all right, fuck Monty and Black Ops 4, you know, they didn't even show him once. I mean, towards tag they did, but it's like to do all that work to kind of make things make sense and then just kind of throw them in the garbage. You know, it's like, come on, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was the point of, you know, so much Monty, so much Monty, but what were you saying, Cal? Yeah, that's like... So with with it's, I don't think what helped the old stuff was the fact that like the direction you know whether that's narrative or whatever changed so many times mm -hmm. you know and I mean especially Black Ops Two other than you know Origins and maybe Mob if you count that for like the future stuff that was implied by it nothing right. happens in Black Ops Two <laughs> nothing happens in Black Ops <laughs> you turn three you make three towers light up and like what? <laughs> literally like, nothing happens that's that's so funny like it. Like, and I mean, Black Ops Three is kind of filler as well, but at least it builds the characters. I see. I, I do. I do appreciate Black Ops Three quite a bit. But if you look at it from a yeah. story standpoint, I'm like, all right. Technically, you could say it's filler because what really matters is the Black Ops Four broken cycle era. Telling yeah. the story of the cycles, like, okay, the timeline already tells us that, right? But yeah. <laughs> you know, so I get it from that sense. Austin Thompson, thank you so much. Do you think they'll introduce a more permanent mode to be played on the round based maps? I would hate to see grief or turn turn as an LTM. Great point. They mentioned cranked two in their blog post today, which is dropping on D-Machina and Firebase on the 20th. And that has me intrigued because I did like Crank the D-Machina. To me, it was kind of like a, a bit of a hit or miss. If you didn't get a good loadout on Crank, the amount of the time, you kind of get screwed. But Crank 2, let me let me pull up uh, how they described it because it sounds a bit different. Let me see. Crank 2, no time to crank, limited time mode. Okay, they didn't really say much about it, but I don't know why they call it Crank 2. It might be a, a variation of it in it some way. on Firebase. Um, and, and because it's not Firebase, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, how will the assault waves work with Firebase I too? That, I think that we could see a return to most of the LTMs at the end of the game's life cycle. I would hope right. as a zombie's person, that's yeah. what we'll see. 
which it seems like they're at least going to keep on slot containment. And so, like, if Grief Return dropped Please. and it was, like, actually popular, like, it had enough weight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, like, they would keep it anyways. Even if they don't keep them all, they're clearly with Onslaught Containment, they've made it pretty clear it hasn't gone away in, like, two updates, and they've just continued to support it. And they've, like, we still didn't, yeah. the we didn't get support for it with Diesel and, and Mansion, so they got to keep containment in somehow. Yeah, if anything, no, no that reason. game would brought support to all of Onslaught, and so I think that it'll... Like, such a... It, it, God, it, such I, a you, you know, if they're looking at player numbers, I feel like they have to know that's more popular. I feel like it has to be the way it plays. It has to be more oh, popular. Oh, yeah. So, like, Especially on, for PlayStation. I mean, yeah. I think if Grief Return came and it was popular enough, like, people actually Definitely. played it. Because I think there's a lot of shit that people talk about in Zombies that AK keep asking for that they don't actually want, like, custom game shit. People don't ever actually want that. Custom mutations and Black Ops... Nobody uses it. Dude, yeah. custom... Like, majority, come on, dude. When the fuck do we use custom mutations in Black Ops 4? It was cool, but... <laughs> other than cheating, they never got used by anybody. Yeah, <laughs> other I was about to say that. Than... I was about to say that. I was just about to say, no one ever used it except for getting into a god mode glitch to level up and shit. Because like, no you, one ever used you, it. you think about it, when you have all those modifiers, all those options, all these features with custom mutations, you can't mm-hmm. level up. You can't actually do anything with them. Why use them? If it was like, oh, private games only. Greg, I think, made a good point where it's like, oh, well, looking for all the shield parts. Okay, there's a use for it if you make guides, but... Why else would you want to use custom mutations? You can't do anything. And you can't even do quests with them. If you're able to do Easter eggs with them it's and change it up. It's not development time. It's like not. It's really not. Black Ops 4 proved that. Because if you were able to do Easter eggs with them, maybe. It's like, oh, let's do a Blood of the Dead Easter egg. All Brutus spawns only. No dogs. That would break. That probably break the game in more ways than another. So it's like, can they even make it work where you can have all the mutations while doing quests? Probably not. So it's, like you said, not, not worth the time. But with this, definitely could see by the end of the game cycle, you know, have all LTMs be permanent. My opinion on like Cranked and Jingle Hells, keep it in at least as a private game option. If you can't have it on public playlists, keep it in as private mm. at least. You know, why get rid of it? You know yeah. what I mean? Even though Jingle Hells is silly, it's a Christmas mode. It's like, keep it in private, whatever. You know, it doesn't hurt. Um, mm. But going to the nostalgia, it's like you said, people want things they probably don't even want or they say things that they want they probably don't. <laughs> With Grief, look at Grief, for example. Black Ops 2, was it really that popular? Was it really that, mm. that, that, charming multiple like claim that it fun, is like, i had fun with it but i love mob grief look at boas in bo4 everybody oh, cried for like half the year about boas where the fuck is boas you said boas was coming on launch the remember that the black uh, the, the black ops the, authenticity stamp system for those who don't know what yeah. boas is hilarious yeah, it was like it was a thing that would say like what game mode you're on in zombie so if you're like i got to round 250 look at this picture somebody could say watch your fucking boas let me make sure you weren't on easy as if that conversation would ever happen in reality yeah they said it was coming on launch and it didn't and so people that just bitched a bitch whined about it for an entire like six months like half the game's life cycle it comes out i've never seen somebody's boas yeah it's essentially a way to verify what round you got to what mode you were playing it's a way that People out there can back up their claims, right? If they say, "Oh, I got to a certain, I got a certain record, I beat this," the boss will tell you, "Yep, you got to this round on this map with with these stats, whatever." It was a great way, I think, to verify high round records for you know the websites, whatnot. But that's all. That's also a toxic fucking scene. The the, the world record bullshit and all the Z, ZWC and all the. All, I feel like it's a real toxic avenue with people just you know too much, but. Um, yeah, like you said, with nostalgia, people claiming they want to mow, they probably don't even know much about. It's like, dude, I mean, what about Gauntlet? I actually enjoyed making Gauntlet videos when yeah, that, that was, was kind of cool. I, it was hard. It was fun. I mean, it, it, yeah, it was fun to do them all one time. It didn't have a lot of replayability to me because there was like definitely a, like a way more of a force meta in a lot of the Gauntlets, but they were fun to do the first time. To beat them once, like, why not? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, get a sticker. I mean, it was a funny reward, but I think it was, it was fun content to make a little guide on how to stick. I mean, you were, oh man, hold on real quick. 
the unsinkable hard gauntlet, Voids of Despair. Fajardi's, oh my God. Fajardi's power goes out on round 30. And I, and I think Greg took about three ship breaks mid game, so it was, it was a rough match. But we we had a good we had a good time, man. And Greg's watching this, where we had a good time doing the hard gauntlet on Voyage. I remember uh, I swayed to doing the class five. I wanted that sticker so bad of the pyramid that I fucking dude. The it it was just content, man. I mean, what would you guys rather have? You want outbreak expansions, main quest? You want gauntlets from Black Ops Four? Pick. You're getting one or the other, man. In terms of in terms of LTMs, a, a guy in chat has just written a, a thing, a phrase I think we'll all recognize. I the ad factions. They I saw that guy comment that like, <laughs> yesterday on a Treyarch tweet. He's still doing it. Come on, Eric, He's real quickly. Doing... What were the factions, bro? Everybody's talking about. Tell us what the factions oh were. It's just challenges for hats. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's hats. It's like look at me I got weekly challenges there are challenges in the game if that little thing above all the it's right above where you see the fucking maps you can play in Cobor, that thing with three little pictures you click on that that's your challenges Chris bro there yeah. you go glorified fucking literally glorified contracts and zombies only for the chaos characters by the way they would give you cosmetic rewards they would also maybe give you a, a, a hint or a cipher about the future of chaos when chaos got cancelled where the hell was factors going to play a role in doesn't make any sense so they scrapped it you know what? And, and legally, you know, oh, I'll call the BBB on them. It's like they released the, the, the contract system, I think, at the same time Faction was supposed to drop. So, you know, call the BBB and set up a lawsuit against against Treyarch and Activision for T-shirts and hats, bro. That's literally what people were talking about. Uh, blows you know, we literally, we literally like pretty much have factions right now, especially mm -hmm. with the where you collect the intel for the factions in the yeah. story. So yeah. What about That's the so what about the, the the challenges for the operators in Cold War? You do stuff in zombies to get certain skins for certain characters. That's literally what factions was. You know what I mean? Sure. So, <laughs> I mean, a little bit different, but we have a system like that in Cold War. So it, yeah, there you go. So if people are saying, "Well, add factions to Cold War," we have a system no, for thank that. You. <laughs> or no, thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, Matt. And I'm trying to throw shade or disrespect people or put people down, but it's like. It gets to a point where you're like, dude, what the hell are you doing? What are you saying? Like, I, Except I, for that guy. Yeah, I, it blows my mind. He, he called me a psycho boy one time on Twitter and blocked me. I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, okay. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, in terms of in terms of story as well, do, do you think uh, Craig has some surprises up his sleeve that might ignite a flame or a spark for people who aren't interested? Or do you think people are just fucking doomed if they don't give it a chance right now? I, I think there's, I think, Again, we, we kind of touched on this earlier, but like, you know, people don't often, I mean, even in movies and stuff, you know, the first like 20 minutes, half an hour, maybe even the first hour when the characters being introduced, people only half pay attention. But then like the crazy shit starts happening and people are like, oh, what? even the people who weren't paying attention are like, oh my God. And I think that's what's about to happen. Mm. You know, yeah. I think, you know, we've had it repeatedly like hammered in, you know, Ural Mountains, there's some really like big ops going on in the Ural Mountains and it's like, well... This is we're about to see this. We're about to see what's going on. These like massive operations are about to like come to a head and it's gonna be huge. Yeah, I think that we're in a place where a lot of really interesting shit could happen. I think a lot of people have underestimated this story because of the campaign and multiplayer connections so far. Yeah. Um, but Cal and I've talked about it, and I'm not gonna say exactly what it is just in case I'm wrong and I don't want to get people's hopes up or whatever, but we've been talking about a suspected pretty big set piece or whatever. And I think if they come through with that, as well as like a couple of the story things we've been talking about, I can't imagine how it couldn't catch your attention. Even if you didn't give a shit about the story and you were just playing it, it's gonna be a little bit more of like, whoa, you know, that kind of shit that people yeah, like. Yeah. Um that's that that's really exciting, man. I mean, I 
I definitely think Craig has tried his best to say, all right, let's try to tell a story a bit of a different way. Let's make it as rich as maybe the old story may have been for some people, but let's just let's just execute that in a different form so that it attracts new players, right? I mean, if you look at, oh, Black Ops 3 told the story in the best way with cutscenes, but it's like, how easy was it for a new player to jump into that shit and understand it, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so it's, and now, not just that, but like, I think one of the biggest issues with that is a why a lot of the community's attitude, especially people that started right then, their attitude is as soon as somebody beats the Easter egg of a map and you see the cutscene, it's over. There's like nothing to talk about, to care about until the next map comes out. When there's so much more in the story, so much of the shit happens now in the intel and like going forward and like stuff they add in after that and all kinds of shit. But like, I just mean, it's it fostered this attitude of like the shit just ends at the cutscene and i hate that i loathe that shit in zombies that's my biggest pet i mean all of zombies lore or story I've, shit. I've said that too it's like zombies has had that problem for a while where mm -hmm. a map comes out and people are burned out in the day so what the hell is berlin gonna do for you if it drops tonight or another map next month what is that gonna mm -hmm. do for you it's not it's like think of it from a multiplayer perspective you play multiplayer there is no grand finale easter egg cutscene so People still play the same multiplayer maps for gameplay, for their streaks. There's still something to do. Why can people look at zombies that way and say, okay, let's just, you know, run around in circles if I want or play Outbreak or do Onslaught or do Crank. Like, dude, find something to do. <laughs> I, I I don't get how, I don't know, man. I, I don't get how people have these arguments that there's no content or no story. So I am happy to tell the story in a bit of a different way through Outbreak this time and trying something different. But in your honest opinions, do you believe there will be a second year of Cold War DLC? For zombies, at least. No. I think there could be, but I don't think it's likely. It, it's more on the table I than ever it. has been, I think. I want it so fucking bad, but if I had to really lay money on it, no. Fair enough. I, 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 but I would love to see it. I would love, 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 love to eat my words and just have more of this. Yes. But... I do think that we will see more Dark Aether shit, whether it be a year or two. I don't think this is like an ending that's going to be finite and like chop it. I think we're going to get a cliffhanger, like 100%. Yeah. Like, we're going to get more. That's uh, that's a good answer because I, I'll say the same thing. I'm like, look, you know, Black Ops 3 kind of proved that you can have a second, third year of updates, whether it's operations, multiplayer maps, remasters. But with Black Ops Cold War, I feel like they almost just started scratching the surface with, mm -hmm. I, I mean, we're only three seasons in. We still got a little bit, you know, a little bit less than half of a cycle to go. But I feel like they're just scratching the surface with so much. I don't want them to go away for two years. Yeah, exactly. But, it just and and, it, and it's not even about round based maps either because I'm I'm guaranteeing right now, and I I love to eat my words too. If Cold War doesn't end with four round based maps, I'd be shocked. I think it's going to be at four. If it ends with mm -hmm. five, six, seven, okay, I'm I'm down for. It. I love to be wrong, but pretty sure it's end with just four. And with that, I'm like, all right. It, more maps would work next year, but how that affects Sledgehammer's game? Are they doing zombies? You know, would you rather have Treyarch take a two-year hiatus so they can really come back swinging in 2023? It, it's a tough call, man. You know, it's a tough call with, with what makes sense for, for another year of content. But also with the pandemic and how rough that probably was to make a game under those circumstances, they probably want to put a bit of a break in there. You know, Black Ops 4 came yeah. out not too long ago, and <laughs> that was a hell of a project. So maybe I mean, they deserve it, definitely. God damn, they deserve a little rest. My God. Yeah, it, it's it's been back to back. Uh, I would say back to back ambiguous or ambitious projects by far. But uh, I another big question people always ask, you know, is regarding Victus. Are they dead in the dark ether, or are they just written off for the time being? I mean, 
I feel like I couldn't go above the words that literally come out of Craig's mouth, which is no, they're never coming back. That's why he said, you know what I mean? It's the end of the line for Primus Ultimus Victus. Alpha I'm not Omega saying it like it's literally that. out of the, yeah, I'm not saying it's literally out of the realm of possibility that they go back on saying that, but I don't see it. I just don't even see a point. I, if anything, good Lord, just tell me they died. Yeah. It's yeah, so horrifying to think that they did Like, I would like to think they died for, oh my God, the thought of not dying in there is horrifying. Um, yeah. So I'd like to think they died. I I, I cringe a bit at like the the nostalgic comments I see of like oh add Victus oh add Transit. It's like I swear to God people butchered Victus the hell when Tag came out like oh my God it's Victus and they're back fucking like all of a sudden yeah. they're, they're they're lovable characters like I'm like I, I never had a problem with them whatever it could be annoying here and there but people acting like they were like the the Almighty Saints of of, of Zombies crews along with Ultimates like they were bashed on quite a bit even a year and a half ago in Black Ops Four so I find that ironic as hell people are wanting them back quick. Yeah. Um, but I would say another thing too, uh, aside from Victus is j just overall with, with outbreak, do you see it being something even bigger in their next game? Or do you think it'll be more of the same oh, yeah. just with more quests yes, or do you think they'll go even like extremely open world or will they still kind of limit it to regions and warping? Like, I, I think, think that like the, go oh, Eric, you go. Oh, now you go. It's fine. Okay. Um, I just think the regions and shit comes from like, uh, limitations you know what i mean there's certain yeah, yeah. on consoles maybe once we move to all next gen it'll be a different conversation yeah, that we yeah, can have about it yeah, but or, it's or it, it's hard to say but nonetheless i think those sizes benefit it but i think the most thing that outbreak could benefit from now that they really get that there's people that like this and there's it's worth it is its own maps or whatever like being on yeah. fire team maps does not i think that hurts it in the eyes of a lot of people whether or not that hurts the quality of it is another thing but it opens up a lot more opportunities for the mode if it has its own maps and i would be fucking shocked if we didn't see some hardcore like outbreak support on launch of the next game or like if it's not yeah. on launch they're literally talking about it day one they're like outbreak right. is coming at x time yeah. we're doing it right right and, and let's be real now people that complain about them being on the fire team apps right when you play outbreak do they even fucking play multiplayer probably not yeah <laughs> so you probably don't even play fire team to know that come on dude how many matches of dirty bomb have you played probably well, if you did you'd know the maps are even laid out different you can go to different parts yep. like i know for a fact ruka's different like, you can literally go to different parts of different rooms. Gal Galova, I think, is expanded in Dirty Bomb versus Outbreak 2. So, they're, they're different experiences, yeah. man. I mean, <laughs> Sanatorium is a bit different. It's at night. I'm like, you're just looking for things to nitpick at this point, trying to complain about mm -hmm. that. But I, I think you even reiterated that Pizza, in one of his videos, confirmed from a Treyarch Q&A, there are non-Fire Team maps coming to Outbreak at some point. So, what do you think that could be? I think there's. we live in a world where there's a decent possibility that that was nighttime Sanatorium um or whatever because that's not an outbreak map but i would like to be proven fair. wrong and yeah fair. And, and get something better but uh, nonetheless fair. i think that's where the potential's at whether we get that in this game they could not even do a fourth survival map and literally give outbreak its own thing but the problem is outbreaks like loop is so built on moving between these maps that building it its own map right now is not really worth the resources you know what i'm yeah. saying and if they do that then it would be a separate unique playlist. map in the loop i would, it would have to be or yeah. like it would i I ultimately even think we could go in some direction that's like it's outbreak, but you don't more objectives on the same map. You don't necessarily move mm -hmm. between shit. It's like more that, of like a, th a that's mix what of I suggested. Yeah, outbreak. I, I suggested that um, for uh, for Green Run. If you make Green Run an outbreak experience, you don't have to warp to anywhere. You just go from bus depot, farm, diner, town, and then there's objectives at each one of those. Yeah, something like that's that. ideal it's for me. Literally, Green Run. Add some door. People need doors, man. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people that play zombies. <laughs> people like, they need doors. 
They just want to pay five hundred dollars to go through a door, and if that's what they need, put they, them down. They want to save their some, fucking money, dude. They're too cheap or yeah, something. Put down some doors, you know what I'm like saying? And people will say, "Oh my god, it's the biggest best survival map that's ever made." If you had doors yeah. in outbreak, yeah, that's it's like that's like the thing that like mentally separates the people who enjoy outbreak and the people who don't. The people who don't enjoy it are literally just like obsessed with doors for some reason. There's <laughs> a comment too uh, about. Um, Alcatraz being a, a region for outbreak. I even think since Verdansk is so close to the Euro Mountains, you can see Verdansk is a damn outbreak region too, in and of itself. Just the whole, like a majority of Verdansk being an outbreak region for uh, objectives and whatnot. Would make sense storyline wise, but um, also real quickly, timeline wise, does it make sense to you as of now with Black Ops, Modern Warfare being in the same timeline? Does it work with the Black Ops 2 story? Is it going in a new direction? Could there be a Cold War sequel that decanonizes Black Ops 2? I mean, how do you feel timeline-wise? Does anything make sense because of the Warzone integration right now? It's an interesting thing. I think Warzone will be fast and loose. I'll let Cal talk a little bit here, but I think that ultimately we're going to see Warzone I just... Say, it, it, it's, I mean, it's a small point, and, you know, things change. Warzone changes, whatever. But so far, they've said everything else is still canon, um, even up to, like, Black Ops 4. Um, and they, they've also like expressed a desire that they don't want to decanonize anything. It's like people think, oh yeah, they merged. No, Modern Warfare got moved into the Black Ops continuity is what happened. Um, and it's quite strange because it like kind of does limit them. But I think what a lot of people don't realize about Black Ops 2 is that like at the time it seemed really futuristic. Probably about 80% of the tech in Black Ops 2 we literally have now. <laughs> we literally have the tech now. Yeah. So what is it, like drones? Oh my god. Like I can fly one in I my I have backyard. a fucking drone in my closet, dude. Like yeah, big deal, yeah. dude. Cool. Uh, no, th that's fair too. I would say I don't mind if they decanonize Black Ops 2 and go in a new mm -hmm. direction, tell sequels to Cold War, game for it. If they make it all work in one, I'm also game for it. Bring Young Menendez yeah. as an operator or, or something in Fireteam in a few months or, you know, tie in how Black Ops 2 took place at the same time as Modern Warfare, the sequel, which is coming out next year. I mean, I'm all mm -hmm. for it. There are some plot holes now that uh, have risen, but... I will also remind people that I'm sure there are things in Warzone and in Call of Duty now that aren't canon that they haven't specified. So to see mm -hmm. a Chronicles-like timeline released at some point on the Call of Duty website, that would help a lot mm -hmm. to just kind of bridge the gap and kind of make everything make sense. But I, I like that you're open to that too. I think it's it's fair to say, yeah. all right, whatever, fuck it. They, they want to go ahead and make everything canon, do it. But uh, Black Ops Declassified, for example, like we talked about before, was decanonized to make Cold War work, but that yeah. they kind of still they kind of just did like an overwrite of declassified and mm -hmm. retold some of those events, which I'm totally yeah, fine with anyway. And it was like even in the beta, you know, I think that was something interesting is they went out of the way to say that before the game was even out. Right. Um, they wanted to cap the discussion of that. It felt like when then there's his father, that, how he died, kind of rewriting like they, that. That was bit. that was in the beta or whatever that we played in the multiplayer. That was one Cartel of the, the map yeah. in it. Yeah, that's what awesome. I think it's really interesting. You know, having Menendez play like a bit of a role in Cold War without even appearing. I mean, that, that's mm -hmm. the cartel itself. I mean, Stitch, oh, yeah, any connections? Think, you, you brought that up in a video yourself, I think, not too long ago. Too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how MJ said he found my shit or whatever. So I was the first guy to talk about Stitch. But that's what I was going to say for game connections, Modern Warfare connections. I could definitely see him doing some stuff. Like, if they want to tie that into Black Ops 2, I think, if anything, the perfect threat is William Bowman. Like, yeah. he'll be like what a happened with that, age. man? <laughs> Like, I think he'll be a ripe age. Well, I mean, he'd be like, what, a baby in Cold War or whatever, but, like, he would be yeah. a ripe age to exist in Modern Warfare 2 or whatever. Well, how does Bruce Harris, how was Harris in that, in that, like, that cinematic, right? Because he wasn't old. He was the same age. It's almost like it was years after uh, yeah. he fell. Unless, I don't know. I agree mm -hmm. with you, though. I think to have uh, Bowman be, like, the 
kind of the, the the gap in between the bridge from Black Ops to Modern Warfare, right? Kind of him filling that gap in mm-hmm. and being on Task Force One for One or something. I'm game for Or David Mason. Mm-hmm. Bring him in and fucking do yeah. something. Yeah, That'd be cool. David Mason too would be really cool. Yeah, I, I like that idea quite a bit. Um, also, before I forget, to kind of put to kind of put all of these uh, funny rumors to rest, right? About all oh, the Zombies Chronicles Two bullshit. Just just say it flat out. It made sense that it was in Black Ops Four and got canceled. Why is that hard to understand for people, right? The assets mm-hmm. were in Blackout, yeah. all of buried. The fucking diner was in a pot, the museum multiplayer map. <laughs> what do you think about all that discussion? Though people are like, "Oh, it never existed, made it up." The assets were fucking in there, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think between the response to Black Ops Four as it was at the time, and the idea that they had to get rushed off to Cold War in the middle of development of Black Ops Four at some point, yep. it's not a surprise at all that they just said, "You know what? This ain't really worth the fucking time we're going to have to put into it at this point." Um, I mean, is it that hard to to say? Game development's complicated. Things could be well along yeah. development, almost done, if not done, and still scrapped. It happens. I think every it's day. an incredible lesson in some of the bad shit about leaking. Some of the bad yep. things yep. about that is that that's the kind of negative consequences it can have. Yeah. Um, is that people are still talking about this thing to this day? I know. And and holding devs accountable for something that they never said or never promised was coming in, in any official like standpoint, you know. And uh, it's it's kind of yeah. shitty that that that's the way it played out. But it I, is I, what it is. Yeah. I think that's my problem with uh, talking about rumors or leaks in general. Uh, I'll, I'll do it whenever it's necessary. But the thing about it is that you're always walking on thin ice. You're always, you know, you have this mm-hmm. thin thread. It's like, it's like, oh, you could even say, oh, I heard this from so-and-so or I saw this tweet. Let's talk about it. And people will still be like, oh, but you said that. And so you claimed it. It's like, that's not, that's not how it all works. If I here look at what I actually have leaked personally, it's back pre-release that zombies dumped it. Me and Matt made videos about, about you know, the Machina, the map name, field upgrades. That was a legitimate leak coming from us that we put together, made a video about. We never leaked anything since then. We just talk about rumors or whatnot on Twitter. But if people don't, don't can't, can't distinguish the difference between actually leaking something and then addressing a rumor that you saw online. You know, it's like that. People have a mm-hmm. hard time grasping that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, on, on the concept of, of Chronicles and whatnot, yeah. <laughs> the evidence was there that was probably going to happen and yeah. it didn't move on right it's like maybe it'll happen in cold war maybe green will be a region in outbreak maybe that won't happen it's like either way let's that's just wait life. and see that's life shit might not happen you're not gonna lose sleep that, over maps you might not even like to begin with you know it's like i, I think yeah. the people expecting it to be like some big this like retelling darky for thing I, I i don't think that's likely at all i mean why would they want it when they're like combating so hard against you know people wanting the old shit to come back? Why yeah. do they suddenly need to bring or it's like completely counterintuitive for what they're trying to do? Yeah, I, it's like it's counterintuitive, and on top of that, sure they could they could come with something creative to to tell that kind of Victus Dark Ether story, yeah. but I don't think that's Craig's goal. I mean, I, I think I, I do think like you said earlier, you might get a mention of them one day, but to be to have them as playable operators, probably not. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what I'll leave that at, but. Two last things to wrap up the podcast. Number one, the one hundred dollar Moab bundle. <laughs> I, I mean, Fajardi, what do you think? It's only, as confirmed by I think Cod Tracker today, it's only the Modern Warfare Season One Battle Pass with the hundred tier skips in it. Nothing else. So, go go into what you think about that, and then uh, apparently it's been in the game since like release. So, like Might it released in Modern Warfare. So, yeah, if it hasn't released, if it hasn't released since then. I don't think it's going to release at all. Uh, I remember I saw a tweet about that, but even then, I, I still wouldn't buy it. I don't even own Modern Warfare, so. <laughs> don't even own I, Modern Warfare. I don't even own the game. Agreed. Yeah. I'm, 
I, I mean, the thing is, for a hundred dollars, I thought it would be like oh, all six battle passes plus some bonus content you may have missed, all for the Modern Warfare season. But it's one battle pass with all a hundred tier skips to just instantly unlock everything. So the, the math checks out. Hundred tier skips does equal hundred dollars. I get that, but it's kind of underwhelming compared to what we were thinking it was. But yeah, it might not ever come out. It was, uh, I guess, in the game since pre-release of Cold War, and so. You know, it's a good lesson in test in trusting data miners who don't always know what they're talking about. Um, yeah, I find that there's a large amount of people who like to pretend they actually get information when they just data mine, and I don't know why they don't just say I'm just data mining this from the game, and I'm not 100 percent sure what it means. What's your because famous line, you was... Jardy? What's your famous line about Greyhound with uh, data mining? Oh yeah, I'm gonna press export all and say I have a source. <laughs> yeah, that's my source. So, <laughs> Dude, who's your source? Do yeah. trust me, literally. Oh my god, man. sources export on Greyhound. But like, actually, they're just like, oh, I crashed dumped the game. Whoop this shit. Like, really, you read some text. Like, but <laughs> you it, read some text. Yeah, it's like and people go on about shit. And that, that's a good example of it. Is everybody made this thing out to? Oh my god, it's cost a hundred dollars. It's got to be something crazy. You know, right, right. Some cut bundle from season one that was kind of stupid. Yeah, for for a game that it. isn't even active anymore, it's not in its prime. Yeah. I mean, it. it Oh man, dude. Like the but, only way I would buy a hundred dollar bundle is there's like here's everything we ever made in every battle pass of Modern Warfare since you missed them all. Right. Like right now. Which I thought you know was gonna that be. Would yeah. be that's a reasonable hundred dollar purchase if you're just getting into it. Whatever. Yeah. Get every skin for Warzone. Yeah. If you care. But like right. even then that's a bit of a stretch to buy that or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree with that. I'm like just man. I mean, to kind of wrap up a topic about data miners, I'm like, look, chat. If you're interested in rumors, if leaking's your thing, if you're interested in what the future could hold, maybe take a read at some tweets sometimes. You might you might want to find something you, you didn't see before, sure. Always take it with a grain of fucking salt, man. It doesn't matter who is saying it. It doesn't matter if it's from a source, from, from Greyhound. doesn't matter where the information is from. Never take it as fact. Never look at it from face value and say, yeah, that's coming out. The Chronicles 2, Black Ops 4, best example, where even though Trek didn't promise it, the evidence was there, but shit went south. They had to work on Cold War. I would rather have Cold War and what we have now than mm -hmm. having seen a DLC 5 in Black Ops 4. I like what we have now, so that's yeah. my take on it. But got to understand mm -hmm. the difference between, you know, a content creator like myself reading a rumor, talking about my thoughts on it, versus actually claiming it or reporting mm -hmm. it. Same thing with Jeff Grubb. Jeff Grubb literally said, hey, I saw this on Twitter about Modern Warfare 2, and somehow the media is saying that Jeff Grubb was claiming that Modern Warfare 2 is happening. Where the fuck did that come from, dude? So, again, really verify. It takes a minute. To verify information mm -hmm. is coming from it takes two seconds. Come on, dude. But um, good point about about the Moab. To wrap up uh, Bombcast this week, I want to go into some stories, some things that people may not have touched up on. Uh, the Carver mole plot twist, uh, Valentina, where stories going with Outbreak Quest. Uh, you guys take it away with you know what to expect with storyline next week. Uh, I, I think, think you said Carver first. So that'd be Cal yeah. could definitely do that first. There you go. I mean that's super interesting. And again, I love this is that. Why I love cold war so much because there is as much as the evidence points towards it, it's like the stranger was before the last intel drop it's eddie bro it's eddie bro <laughs> yeah oh my God. yeah like, you know we, we don't know until we know and, and that's what's so good it's like they are so as much as the evidence points towards carver like who's to say it necessarily despite all the overwhelming odds that it's in you know maybe it's not and it's like treyarch have literally like induced real life cold war paranoia into the fans of the lore, like it's insane. Like you think it's him, but like mm -hmm. all of these characters who we started like preseason and season one, actually, you know, getting to know and liking, we're now like, well, are they, you know, are they like morally accountable? What are their agendas? Do they actually want to serve some sort of thing we don't know about? It's like legitimate Cold War paranoia that's been baked into the storyline. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Actually, yeah. I put the image on screen too of uh, 
this calling card, which does resemble Carver quite a bit, I think could be hinting at him uh-huh. turning. I brought it up in a video and people were like, no way, I didn't see that. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. People are so quick to say, oh, it's just calling cards. They're not teaser images for the next map. There's a Berlin calling card. There's a calling card of fucking uh, the Nazis coming out of the Dark Ether. There's a giant in like a big city. I'm like, these are very clearly hints towards the next Zombies experiences. And then look at this Carver one. I'm like, that's pretty likely going to be something. But what were your thoughts on uh, the Carver betrayal, Eric? Um, I think we may have actually already seen one of the biggest key plays in it. Yeah. Um, but it was two moves. Number one, the the intel from Berlin, which would go through Carver um, with the with the role he plays. Yeah. The intel from the Berlin station saying, "Hey, uh, Valentin is here. Uh, something is happening. Uh, we should probably stop him." Has not gotten to Weaver. He's not seen it. Number one or number That's two. Huge. Is that one of the four people in the senior staff of Requiem? We do not know, or the directors of Requiem, like the four um, senior staff. Yeah, one of them voted to not let Sam go. One of them voted to make Sam stay and not. And I think that's going to be huge in the events of what happens in Firebase. Um, Really, we we assumed it was Weaver. Yeah, we assumed assumed it was Weaver, but but then there's a bit of intel, and it's like it's either before or just after that vote. And Weaver's talking to Carver, and he's like, you know, I think after everything she's done, we should let her go back out in the field. And Carver's like, no, we we shouldn't do that. You know, we should keep her blocked away. We definitely don't want to go in it. And it, it, Carver yeah. was the one who was doubting her. So mm-hmm. even if it wasn't him who voted, he like snakily like convinced Weaver to not right. vote. In the context of if you care about her, you wouldn't let her go out there. She'll yeah. die. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I have uh, both Eric and Cal's channels linked in the description of the stream. You could also follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They make banger storyline videos, and I think these two are definitely leading the storyline scene, not just for Black Ops Cold War, but even going forward for zombies. I think I think that that presence of, of a storyline fanatic, I mean, not that you had to be a fan of like bigger channels used to do it back then, but I think going forward, that, that presence of like a storyline fanatic and someone theorizing, that won't be in the hands of a content creator anymore. That's going to be Eric and Cal, who are going to start making more content, and they've been doing it for a while, but I think definitely mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the, the void they're going to be filling for uh the, the future of zombies so i'm looking forward to but as a joke for jordan i talked about before i was like people out there will hate on this story because the characters are playing as aren't speaking the quotes but they have a problem with listening to radios i'm, I'm like does playing as a character with cliche quotes make that much of a difference compared to yeah listen yeah, to rick talk and talk about cock and ball it's <laughs> great I swear, I find it far more interesting the way yeah. they do like a fourth wall kind of self-insert of us as the strike team like you know what I mean? We like we are almost in the same way they did it with Pontex Palm. We were operatives, and I think they're doing a lot of that. But the strike team is very quiet, and that because it's a self insert kind of thing. Where like yeah, it's supposed to be us. We were part of the story. Remember uh, when uh, Eric and I had a conversation? It was like a year and a half ago about the trees at Tunguska. It was a blood of the dead quote. Nobody was fucking talking about that. Nobody brought up the quotes. You know, p- people weren't. At, I mean, look at Alpha Omega for example. When Craig showed the, he showed a stack of papers like this, like thousands of pages of quotes from Ultimus and Primus on Alpha Omega. And he did all that work for that one map, DLC 3. And I can guarantee you, very few people out there actually cared about the quotes in Alpha Omega, didn't analyze them, didn't look at connections, look at all the work that went into it. So why would Craig waste his time working on thousands of scripts and quotes for dialogue, for characters in game, people probably aren't paying attention, instead of just doing some radios and intel and whatnot, so that... Storyline fanatics and go in and search for it and look for it. A yeah, different and way. I mean the sheer amount, dude, like yeah. is not to be insane. Underestimate. There's like eighty something intel in outbreak, or even higher that's a, that's outbreak. a lot. Of, that's a lot of shit. Yeah, that's more shit. That that's more radios and shit that are in the entirety of Black Ops One is in outbreak. Yeah, 
and I mean, it's not just that as well. It's all of this makes the characters feel alive. Like they've got like d- dynamic motivations. Mm-hmm. Like they, che- you know, they feel as far as... living, breathing characters. Yeah, and as far as shit that's going to be relevant outbreak, we've been getting a lot of it. Like as far as the story goes, I definitely think Operation Inversion is going to be the biggest single oh, set piece. Um, something to do with the stranger for sure. He's we, we're finally building up to that crescendo, and then Valentina's plan as well. Which um, I want to make a long con prediction on this podcast. I don't think I've ever really talked about this on camera. Not enough. I, I, I vaguely walked over it in another yeah. video, but uh, in D Machina Vogel, when you unlock his computer, the password is A H V. And I think the H will be revealed as Valentina's middle name, and it, she's going to be his daughter. Vogel is her dad. Damn. Okay. On the machine is her. Okay. Initials. Wow. Like that, that, it's A H V. We don't know what Valentina's middle name is, but I got to. I never thought about that. It revealed as an H, and that that that's who she's talking to. This person that's coming out of the dark aether and is talking to her or whatever. Because at first I thought, okay, it's like the first one. It's Eddie, whatever the fuck. But then in her little intel where she's walking the roof of sanatorium at night, nervous about it, she says we will be reunited, as in she knew this yeah. person right. for a period of time before they got stuck in the dark. Open. Big brain chat. Get some brain emojis that's, in the chat, dude. That's some big brain that's chat. That's a huge brain. It's huge either Zykov or, but I think it could be Vogel. If it's like the Dark Aether Nazis are still going to be a thing, yeah. I think Vogel is the connection. What, yeah. One of my favorite parts of the Machina was the spectral ghost side quest where you can kind of, <laughs> you, can, you it's like it's like they tell the story of how the Easter egg makes sense. Through a side quest with the spectral ghost, you kind of go around from areas of the map to see, you know, I think it was Vogel and a bunch of other characters talking to each other. Uh, I mean, one of the coolest parts mm-hmm. of the Machina by far. And you get calling cards for, I think, visiting mm-hmm. all the spectral ghosts throughout the, throughout that quest. I mean, I just, I love the different form of storytelling they're using in, in Black Ops Cold War. So that's what I'm saying. Instead of doing four DLC mm-hmm. maps over the course of like a couple of months, telling a massive part of the story through Intel and then this outbreak Easter egg, and then jumping back to round base. I love how they're able to just fluently tell a story, but then in different mm-hmm. ways, and then eventually get to an endpoint versus, you know, one, two, three, four, you know, straight line. That's what we had for a decade. Let's do something different. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm game yeah. for that. You know, I'm game for that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a really well, small thing that Eric mentioned that I really just want to bring up quickly is that he talked about, like, one of the things was, like, Valentina on the sanatorium route. We know that because where the intel is placed... Like right. where the, the placements yeah. you pick up is really important. It's environmental storytelling. Like they actually carefully consider where each bit of intel goes. Mm. Or like Pex Radio, where he talks about living underground and being pissed off about being stuck underground and stuff. That's right by the elevators on Ruka. That's literally just outside that elevator. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta appreciate the placement, the, the careful timing, and just it's just mm-hmm. all the small attention to details. What Trevor's best for, I think, yeah. by far. But. In terms of like the the whole Nazi resurrection storyline, could that even tie into like World War II Vanguard, like this alternate reality theory going around mm-hmm. about World War II never ending and Nazis taking over or possibly winning? Could that even tie in? Could it be this clusterfuck dark ether? You know, I think we've seen enough that the possibility is there. It would be crazy for them to make a zombies plot point be the main like driving force behind a COD campaign. It would be unheard of, but it would be something I think would be cool. And I think that the possibility is there. That was, we've seen the Voidian or went to the Dark Aether and popped out in the past. That was a Warzone thing, and we have to take Warzone shit kind of fast and loose. But we've seen it in-game with the uh, fire upgrade of the die on D-Machina. You, yeah. you affect the crate in the past in the Dark Aether, and it changes what happened in the future. And so like, it's not an unprecedented thing. The monkeys go back to the past when their essence is taken away. When yeah. they turn into something else, like they pop up as ghost monkeys in Demon Shader. But that's because in Outbreak, their essence goes somewhere when it's traded for something yeah. else. We know that. 
And so that's what it is. That's where those ghost yeah. monkeys are come from. So like the precedence is there for the dark ether to affect the past. That's why I think Craig's not going to try to retell the original ether story with a clusterfuck mm -hmm. multiverse jumping here, jumping there. I think yeah. if they do time travel, the way that you just said, where it's pretty simple, it's like past, present, yeah. future, no other dimensions and world hopping and fucking devastating crisis. It's just a simple time travel rule, right? Not, not, e not even the end game rules where you branch off different realities, more of just back to the future type time travel where it's, yeah, you affect the past. Affect, I mean, you go to the past, fuck something up, the future gets affected. Like simple mm -hmm. time travel where casuals can jump in and say, I understand that. You know what I mean? That That's reasonable. I could say it, yeah, reasonable if they want to do it in the future, I would say. but I mean, that's the things. If you set the rules up from the get go, it's fine. You know, it's not like an ass pull. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I definitely have I definitely have faith in Craig to uh, continue telling a great story. But aside from that, any other expectations for the outbreak Easter egg in terms of, in terms of the operation? Right, nukes launching from Ural Mountains, hitting maybe Berlin or other areas around mm -hmm. the world to kind of uh, mm -hmm. open up the dark ether to kind of uh, have things mm -hmm. cross over into our real world. What do you think about that? Uh, I do. My confidence has been shaken a bit. I mean, I think I've got a rough idea of what's going to happen, but I don't know like whether it's going to be like split between the two or like the first outbreak quest is going to be, you know, launching these rockets, and then the second one is going to be like the aftermath. Like, I'm not entirely sure anymore, but mm -hmm. we're definitely going to see the inversion warheads launched at right. some point within this outbreak main quest. That's crucial. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to go down and see Peck in his little bunker. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably I in the little room, like it yeah. wasn't Firebase Um But other than that, it's just really strange. We've got that Intel, the communicator that you seemingly attached to the beacon mm -hmm. to contact Sam because she's right. still at Requiem. It, it's all very interesting. But the thing with the Outbreak Easter egg is this is exactly what Valentina wants. This is all set up by her to accomplish her own agenda, which is really scary. Mm -hmm. I think that like we may be... You know, me and Cal have been talking about it for a while, that for Berlin to work the way we thought it was going to, um, just from guessing and shit, you know, kind of making it really educated guesses with the lore about how it how it would probably pan out timely. It seemed like a lot of shit had to happen in Outbreak, and it oh, didn't yeah. really make a lot of sense. And now these two eggs, to me, makes it make a lot more sense. Where a lot of shit this first one, what we'll probably see is Operation Inversion and a turn away from Requiem. And I, I had an idea for a plot point before, but I couldn't figure out how it would fit in if it would make the Easter egg kind of long. But now, since it's two, I could see it happening where when the inversion missiles are launched, Requiem can use their satellite to stop one, but only one. And they save their own ass and let Berlin get hit. Like, they stop a missile heading for Washington and yeah. let Berlin get hit. And then that, wow. combined with us breaking Sam out of Requiem, would really put them in, like, a less advantageous position. And we'll just get more buildup for the Valentina shit. And then Easter egg two... Which will be like a month before Berlin or whatever. Will be all about the uh, the return of the Dark Aether forces, whether it be Nazis or like the Nazis are just a part of some larger Dark Aether army. The Valentina right. shit, like whoever she's talking to, is going to come out probably there as the crescendo event. And I still have my little fan theory of what I would like to see as the fucking I think would be cool is when Valentina finally opens up this portal to the person she's been talking to. I want Eddie to fucking step out, and they literally just redo the giant, and he blows her brains out. Like, <laughs> they redo shit. that shot. He steps out and shoots her out of a portal, like Bro. immediately just betrays her, and then becomes the antagonist for Berlin. Um, yeah, dude, that is. I mean, Craig did well, say, and I quote, "We're gonna look back at the story and say I didn't see that coming." He said that in the Firebase Z broadcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, dude, well, that yeah. Cal and I've been talking about it, and I've been working on an Eddie video that it's just hard because I don't want to put something out there and tell him like, "Fuck yeah, that's yeah. it, fuck yeah." But I'm really a believer at this point that basically just after 
been talk. I don't think he ever got out. That he's like how Zykov keeps saying he's tethered and can't leave. Even if he walks through a portal, he gets sucked back. I think because Eddie wasn't pure and it was literally just the soul from Eddie from 2210 that Monty never touched. Right. He didn't get to get out. And so he was tethered and got sucked back in and Sam was like, I'll help you or whatever. But then once they step out, she just forgets everything. Like right. she says. And so he's sitting here feeling like he's betrayed and he's built up this like I'll take an antagonist. Thing. Yeah, I'll take an antagonist, well, Eddie, man. Fuck yeah. And, and I think that what really points to that is something that nobody I think has talked about from the stranger. That's the most important thing. This motherfucker has been in the dark actor for like 40 years and has not aged. That would yeah. mean this time Sam is the adult who has victimized a child to become the villain. It's like literally Yo. an exact person. We'll see child Eddie, like demonic announcer. Hold shit. on, hold on, hold on. My brain, bro. Hold on a second. That's you why did, I think you they're just, going for Berlin. You just blew my mind. Dude. Holy fuck. I got to get a drink after this, dude. Fuck. I think it's like, that's why the okay. show didn't age just because Eddie's still going to be Instead a of floating kid. young Samantha, it's floating young Eddie keep, or something. Fuck yeah, him. that's how they're going to make it like not rigged off and as he's still a little kid. Look, he'll just stay that way. Hey, and I'd rather them do it that way so we don't have to hear crying about No Nolan North. We all yeah, love Nolan North. We love Nolan North. Who doesn't love Nolan North? No shit. But, he, but they cried about these characters and like killed them. Like let it rest in peace as far as the Nolan North one. Yeah. Um, and on like, top of that, uh, Tom Kane, I believe that's his name, uh, for Takio, not not in the best shape to do Takio. So it's like, yeah. I, I think after Tag, it makes sense to let him rest. Just relax. We don't have to you know bring him back mm -hmm. for any reason. But of course, everybody loves Ultimus, loves Primus. But time to move on, man. They, they didn't recast Samantha. God bless. But recasting the campaign characters and kind of doing a bit of a soft reboot with you know mason yeah. woods it, it kind of makes sense right if they did that with someone like eddie so yeah, I mean, yeah they didn't recast sam but they didn't have a 45 minute video where sam said goodbye to her character and like the aether storyline right. cried yeah it's a Literally little less it. bad taste to not recast yeah. her i know but, so. yeah i think that that uh that ending guess that's I don't that's know really sure, smart but if that's close this is going to be a funny podcast by the bro end that's that is some oh man chat you better have listened to that clip it uh, I, I won't even say share it on Twitter yet. Let's say Eric posts his video first, then we'll talk about it publicly on Twitter. Let Eric and Kyle post their videos if they want to do that. That's huge information. That's a great. That's a great idea. Um, but don't take that as fact and say, "Oh, this didn't happen, so the story sucks." Let's wait to see what Treyarch offers. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's why I try to be careful with shit I bring like yeah. this. Like I don't want to get Holy people gas stuff that's that. not going to happen. But yeah. that's just a, like a line. I just try to look at it how I would look at it as a writer, what I would want to do or whatever, what would That's be cool, but what would dude. also not rely too much. Because even if you do Eddie there with that, if his entire antagonistic shit is basically post the ending of talk, all of his motivation, you don't ever have to dig into the old shit at right. all. Everything relevant to him and Sam's relationship is still part of this thing. It's just that she forgot him, left him, abandoned him, whatever, and he's still in there. Yeah. Do you, do you think Weaver and Kravchenko will go uh, face to face? Get a little. Yeah, and I think we'll see Weaver die. I really want I think. Fuck man, Weaver I don't want to see. Dude, I don't want to see Weaver die, man. I just, we waited ten years to see him again. I mean, he's all in black. I know. But fuck, I'll, I'll dude. Explain what happened to the last guy who gave Sam a dog. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, yeah. Every time we've ever seen Sam use her powers was the death of a father figure. It was when Maxis is shot in Moon, she takes over the MPD. When Maxis is killed in Alpha Omega, she gets her powers back. And I think when Weaver dies, this is when we'll see her use them again. Oh, I think that's oh when so the do you think there's, there's a love interest there? Back. Because there's like a there's like a bride. Samantha yeah, it's, skin. It's weird... not, not saying every skin's canon, but it could be maybe yeah. maybe Samantha and Weaver hook up in between Firebase and Berlin or something. I don't know. I could I mean, see it like it, a fatherly daughter relationship or even a love relationship, either one of the two. One. But I think nonetheless, she cares about him enough that his death probably at the hands of Kravchenko um, no, is going to cause her to snap. He already got his eye. Yeah, and they like, got Valentina. She's researching the psychic shit. Let's not forget that off to yeah. the side that Valentina killed that guy. That's what made Ravenov break bad in the first place. Is Valentina killed that guy yeah. experimenting with. Uh, psychotronic shit and I think the way they're going to lead into that is she'll take interest as an antagonist because of Sam's power 
And so they have to have Sam at some point do right. that shit. And I feel like yeah. what better point than the death of Weaver? Um, and plus, they still need to kill Weaver because he literally dies off screen. Fair. I mean, in Black Ops 2, I saw there was an intel where he, re- he was injured or retired. or st- I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't Black Ops 2. I, can't- I saw some game reference Weaver when he stepped away after Black Ops 1. I can't remember which what it was. I don't know if you guys know. I'll look into it. I don't know that for sure, but I'll look yeah. into it. I swear, I, yeah, I swear, I know Weaver doesn't pop up in Black Ops 2. So yeah, I guess Aller's situation here, he's guaranteed death uh, at some point. I, I don't know, but let, let's see what happens with that. I'm really, I'm really intrigued about that. If anybody in chat wasn't excited for the future of dark ether i hope this podcast and this segment really helped out with that because again there's a lot happening that people aren't talking about enough and this this is insane uh so many other mysteries as well you know like director of requiem you know why is the stranger able to you know survive as well as he has when everyone else dies you know there's so much stuff so yeah we haven't touched on tons of stuff and like not to shield too hard but on my channel there's a video me and cal made of like a five minutes catch up of the dark actor storyline oh i mean i was actually gonna ask you do you have do you plan on doing a recap before outbreak you you already did so guys there is one yeah it's a pre-outbreak recap it's five minutes yeah some seconds definitely chat give that a watch when you guys have a chance but let's hope craig houston doesn't step away from trailer for a while so you can just keep writing this 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 beauty he's a, he's a god dude craig nobody is just, they, no there's no the guys on the writing team who seldom get mentioned joseph perlvesky absolute legend director for alpha omega he is the reason why dude, alpha omega was as good me and as him one. yeah me and him got the exact same taste for the old aether shit like what we like about it that that dude i would yeah. love to just sit down and have coffee with him yeah, that's why I said when 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 you guys claim Black Ops 3 was filler, Alpha Omega was like peak of ether. You're talking from such a perspective that not people, not many people agree with. But when you look into what you guys are saying, I mean, seriously, Alpha Omega hit some notes. I think Black Ops 3 played its part, did, did a good job. But Black Ops 4 is when things started to get real interesting with breaking the cycle. Mm-hmm. And it, so seeing more of that originality, seeing more of this diversion from what we're used to in Cold War, is just adds me really excited. Uh, yeah, it, it's actually kind of funny that you say that. It made me realize something. And it's the all this toxic ass gatekeeping. I hate this game for newbie <laughs> shit. Was my exact attitude during Black Ops Three, and like, look how big the community blew up from that now. And I'm glad it happened, even though it wasn't a game for me. I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Um. So even if this game doesn't necessarily like it, this could be the next game people talk about for the next five, six years or yeah. whatever and compare everything to. And that's the thing with Call of Duty in general is after a, a cycle is over for a Call of Duty game, after like mm-hmm. a full year, and you look at all the content available in that game, you look at it differently from when the game was just coming out and content was not out yet, DLC-wise. People should really judge and review a game after it's really over. I mean, you, <laughs> judging stuff prematurely never works out well, man. So that's why it's like people need to really relax and, and just take it easy. But... Like I also mentioned, uh, I think in yesterday's video, I can't believe that we're just a couple of days away from season three reloaded. It feels like a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, season just started, just did our streams, nuke event. We're already at the midpoint of the season. I'm like, God damn, time this is going so fast. It, I know, and I don't, I don't want it to be over. But I mean, we're gonna appreciate every step of the way and make sure that we, we, you know. Mm-hmm. Appreciate every ounce of what's being offered. I want, I want to give a quick shout out to Fajardi and Lucas, as you guys know very well, for yeah. God tier artwork. What do you have to say about just the, the ridiculous? renders and fucking like thoughts on that what do you guys think i mean like yeah fajardi and lucas are some of the two best in the game dude like the kind of art that they do is unrivaled um and i think that i mean call of duty's used lucas's art a couple times here <laughs> without necessarily asking so that speaks to the quality of it and i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if fajardi ends up as a sticker in the call app before too long if he keeps making good yeah no, i'm just <laughs> um, glad that i've been able to help put his name out there a bit other big content creators reached out to him you know he's doing work for I'm yeah like, i that, love that's, seeing that shit that's been so it. awesome to see yeah. fajardi just get like these big name people will be working with him i'm like no i know that guy every time i see those tweets yeah <laughs> 
Like, it's one thing for, like, me or Matt, but then you see Ink Slasher and fucking, yeah. you know, uh, E. coli and all these other people reaching out prestige. I'm like, dude, come on. Let's go. Like, round of applause to that, man. I mean, the artwork is, is just unrivaled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's one thing I wanted to bring up, too. It's like, it's one thing to take new content coming out, new Battle Pass skins, new weapons, do some renders with that, something fun. It's one thing to just be stuck on nostalgia, making the same renders of the same dead characters and the same maps. It's like, wh- what is there to grow off of with that? We're doing nude renders now? It's like... Oh my God. No disrespect, but it's like I feel like it is respectful to the actual artists who work on these models to just see them nude, butt naked. Like, like, come on, man. Down, down, I mean, I guess down, it's something down, that always down, happens, down, but it's different when it's bad. Overwatch, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Right. Down bad. Happen. Let's not do that with COD. Come on. Man. It, it's like it, the thing is, it's like, oh man, if you want to be noticed, want to get recognition, it's like there's other ways to do it. There's so many things to choose from. There's so many new skins and bundles releasing. Choose something from there. We already saw the stabs premise the great war but we've seen all that shit already how many years i think now? if people really wanted to get a gig what i would be doing if i was a render guy is making bundle artworks like making fake little bundle artworks that, like recreations and for bundles that have already come out that don't have one of a render of the character with the gun and like a cool background or something yeah do something like that because i'm sure they probably like literally actually want people to do that so like you know what I mean? Be like, oh, here's a new bundle. I rendered the new bundle skin with the gun he's with and then put a cool background behind it. Like that right. one of the bus with the tombstone shit on it and stuff like that. Like that's Just a really cool different shit like that. Or yeah. the uh mm-hmm. scrapmonger bundle. I really like its render. I mean I um, usually uh, cool usually when DK does a video in the new bundles, I usually uh I usually have to find the the skin in the in the files mm-hmm. and like or the 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 blueprint anyway, because usually I, I always I always have the character skin. But yeah, it, I actually kind of already do that in a, in a sense. Exactly, um, it's showing off all the bundles because I feel like those a lot of those skins don't get much love, if love, if any love. Yeah, that's why I like making bundle videos. Like I don't have to even buy the bundle I'm talking about sometimes, but just showcasing, giving, showing some attention to it, the, the small attention to detail. I mean, they're fun videos to make, and I do them as often as possible. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many good skins. I mean. Fajari's been creative yeah. with like a Lord of the Rings reference in the thumbnail with the ring on the finger. He's on a Doctor Strange one. I mean. Outside the box like that, I mean, that's the way to move with, with artwork and with the power of his computer that he has that he got a couple of months ago. I'm like, there's so many just endless possibilities to think of when it comes to, to graphics and art. Why stick with shit from 2015, 2014? Let's do some new new ideas, plus also new characters and, you know, get some other artwork yeah. in there. And we're still, we're still just scratching the surface with what kind of artwork to work on for whether it's thumbnails, wallpapers. I mean, there's so much you can do. It's insane. And I'm looking forward to the future of that, man. Yeah, man, and, me too. Yeah, and also congrats to Lucas for landing a new gig as well. Lucas landed a new gig recently. Uh, I believe it's in, mo- mo- am I wrong for Jody? Motion capture or not motion capture? Uh, what is the term? I can't think of it. Holy crap. I, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I thought Lucas told us. Uh, something something art related, but makes sense. Checks out, right? Lucas is incredibly talented as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, yeah. so bless him. Also, with Doris Declassified, you guys have some crazy work with that. I mean, uh, any, you. anything you want to mention on uh, Doris real quick before we wrap up? Anything about uh, that experience or looking forward? Any other maps you're working on? Uh, yeah, zombies? yeah. Well, I'm definitely it. Was, it sparked a real big interest in custom zombies and like writing for me because design because it was like I'd always just been like an armchair designer. I like learned things and watch stuff and yeah, watch a lot of behind the scenes stuff about games and learn about design. But I never made anything. But at that point, like that being successful, definitely lit a fire under my ass. And we're, me and uh, a couple of the guys from it are working on uh, Milltown right now, which should be dropping pretty soon. I have a trailer for it already, but uh, we're working on some stuff and we want to um, do kind of what we did with Therese where Therese was like, a, this is like one of the better custom apps that tries to fit into like the Treyarch vibe. We're wanting okay. to try to break yeah. like every rule they do and do a bunch of like really the opposite. That's just as good quality though. That, um, that's exciting to hear, man. That it's 
definitely killing it with them. And Dirty's Declassified was insane. It was a perfect little segue into Cold War, too, because, I mean, it touched on some story elements that uh, I know Treyarch definitely appreciated, right? You know, going to the forest, Dark Ether, Jellyfish, uh, seeing... Uh, yeah, just... So yeah, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, it's incredible that it was. It was such a. It was perfect timing, really. I mean, end of the day, it was perfect mm-hmm. timing to release that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once again, chat links in the description for these gentlemen. And if you haven't, if you have Black Ops Three on PC and haven't played the Declassified, give that a go, man. Definitely worth a shot. Yeah, actually, TZ's in the chat too. TZ oh, it's TZ. Oh, TZ. TZ. Let's go, man. Yeah, I'll just I'm saying, speaking of Dereese, he's right there. Hell Thank yeah, you for the TZ. TZ. But yeah, like honestly, shout out to TZ, Connor, Ray. Um, or I said TZ twice, Ray is his real name. Um, <laughs> uh, Cal, um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Ducky, I think that's the whole thing. Ducky and Connor. Yeah, I think I said those, but that's everybody. Hell yeah, man. And definitely uh, hope to have you guys back at some point in a future episode. It was a great yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, we actually we talked about having you guys on before Berlin came out. And then today they're like, oh yeah, Berlin season four reloaded. I'm like, let's not wait fucking seven more weeks to have them on. Let's have them on tonight. Yeah, <laughs> so, man. A, a bit short notice, but uh, there almost wasn't a podcast tonight. We, we had some other scheduling conflicts with a different guest, but. Almost wasn't a podcast tonight, but luckily got this one going. Really happy to, uh, yeah, man, it to was have a good that one. on. Yeah, I mean, anything fun. else that we may have missed? Any comments, concerns, Easter eggs we may have not talked about? Anything for a wrap-up chat? Let me check the chat real quick. I definitely think we touched on everything pretty well. Logical edits and Virgo moment cashing in with COD porn. Wait, what? Talk about people making them called porno renders. Oh, I, I, know, I don't know if they make custom maps. Do they make renders too? I, don't know. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware. Thanks but, for the sub base mode if you're in here, that guy that just subscribed to me. Yeah, definitely. Really yeah, just happened. Drop him a sub chat if you guys care about story, care about Thank you, whoever did that. the future of Black Ops Cold War. Um, but yeah, chat, it's been oh, a hectic week. Me as well. Thank you very much. Oh, yep. There you go, man. It's been a hectic week of content, but hectic in a good way. Uh, videos every single day, podcast tonight, video again tonight, probably a video tomorrow because we got some material to go over. And then Sunday, we got a gameplay stream having some fun, getting ready for Season 3 Reload. It might be a Blackout throwback. I might have to hop on Black Ops 4 on PS5 for the first time and give Blackout a, a throwback go. Because I know uh, by the next podcast next Friday, Reloaded will already be out. So there'll be a lot to talk about next Friday in terms of content for multiplayer wars on the zombies. I can't believe we're this close, man, to Reloaded. So oh, yeah, no, man. countdown stream on Wednesday the 19th, leading up to the release on the 20th, probably at like midnight, 1 a.m., um yeah any any other surprises do you guys think will drop and reloaded what do you guys think on the roadmap that's dropping on monday any bonuses you can think of or any uh, uh theories i'd like to see some cool um like dropping on the roadmap i yeah. don't know i'd like to see some more explanation of sort of how the outbreak stuff's going to work yeah or whatever yeah. Or like uh, I don't really know anything they show at this point is really good, but I'm also I'm almost like a lot more interested in there's this tuning of the zombies weapons at this point than anything that they're going to do with season three reloaded. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. they also made a change. I don't know if we talked about where when you pause your game in zombies, you have to when you hit pause, it doesn't just pause the game for you, but you have to actually go select the pause option. I think yeah. that, that, that's that's preventing an issue from you know spamming pause trying to fix some settings in your host right that's a or great apply update. blueprints i think with them pushing the apply blueprint thing so much now especially that they have apply custom blueprint they're thinking yeah. you're going to do that every gun you pick up so they don't want the host right. to have to pause everybody's game every time he picks up a gun i mean god forbid you ever play outbreak with eric he will literally shout at you to let him apply a blueprint to your gun shout at you to apply a blueprint that's crazy man but yes we have john rambo and john mcclain both dropping later this week Real quickly to quickly touch on this, I was going to say I don't think Sylvester or Bruce Willis are going to voice them. I'm pretty sure they get some people to dub their voices, some impersonators, but if they bring them in the studio to record, more power to them. Uh, at the very least, we got their characters and their likeliness coming to all game modes in the game. So 
People are probably going to be crying about lack of traditional voice actors for these characters, yeah. but fuck it, man. Just play the game and enjoy it, dude. Uh, it's available yeah. in Cold War Warzone and COD Mobile. I mean, people that were bitching about the leaked screenshots of their operators, I'm like, are, th- are these actors, you know, 40 years younger where they can scan their faces again? Of course not. So not going to look perfect, but... And all the Cold War people look weird in Warzone, I think, anyway. Yeah. Like, I said anything the same thing. Cold War looks weird in Warzone. I said the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure all operators look better in Cold War than Warzone. The graphics, at least, with the operators, they, at they least don't look the as Cold clay-like. War, like, yeah, it, it's an argument of taste, like Modern Warfare versus Cold War, but stuff from Cold War ported back always looks weird. In there. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, Modern Warfare can look good in its own ways, but I think looking at the operators themselves, a little plasticky, clay-like, not... I, Cold War looks crispier to me for, you know, mm-hmm. animation-wise, but... Much love to everybody tuning in to episode 9 of Bodcast. Bo- I keep saying Bodcast. What the hell's wrong with me? Bombcast. Special episode with two guests this week. Really, really grateful for you guys popping on. And that just about wraps things up. We will see you guys next Friday for the next one. Once again, the podcast is available on all major audio platforms. Thanks to Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and about eight other platforms you've probably never heard of before. So that link is also down below. And see you guys. Bye-bye. yeah that was a long one wow i mean it's fine that was really fun um which my wife does kind of want me to come eat dinner so i'm gonna have to go do that um she asked me about 20 minutes ago and i've been putting that off but thank you man yeah. i had so much fun yeah i got a dip also right now yeah exactly yeah yeah thank you man for sure Dude, please, yes. If you get Diamond and Fire Team, hit me up. I will be here. Well, just let me know, man. If you're around with playing with him, hit me up. I'll get on. I'm usually around. All right, I'll see you, man. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.